Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net. Christopher Media, let's make some noise. From Asthma Core Studios near Detroit, Michigan, it's Unregimented. Gangsters, what's up, guys? And now, here are your hosts. Uh, number 198. Uh, Damn. And it's our year anniversary. Happy anniversary, guys. Oh, hey. Uh, uh, Wait, uh, uh, well, actually, the last two weeks, if you really want to get into it, last week, we did not acknowledge it. It was like our three-year anniversary with Rich. Oh, and then okay. This week, the year anniversary of us bringing this monster back to life. Okay, so this is the year, year anniversary of the return of Unregimented. Yes. Well, this is a, a hell of a week to celebrate that. This, yeah. is the, this is the type of week that I think really galvanizes one's beliefs. I told you guys in the group chat right before we start. Not a banner week for the home for the home sapiens. Yeah. The, well, I mean, as a as a species, we've done worse. You know, I mean, big picture is not that bad. Right now, I mean, there's a dog looking at a cat, going, "Jesus Christ, look at these fuckers!" <laughs> right. There's a Homo erectus up in heaven, going, "I told you, you should have gave us a, a better shot at that." We could have done way better than this shit. We, yeah. Oh, I'd also like to pat everybody on the back of going out on the limb of taking a stance against white supremacy this past week. What are we, <laughs> we, we going to be against next week? Uh, child molestation? That the other limb we're going to go out on? Well, <sighs> I, you know, I think the, the idea, though, is that a lot of people thought that it just went without saying that they they themselves or whatever group they represent were anti-Nazi, anti-white supremacist, anti-KKK, whatever have you. It took actually seeing it on parade to understand that there's a lot more going on than most people realize, that they felt the need to actually speak up and say, hey, we don't condone this shit at all. I mean, yeah, it's a no-duh. We didn't think that, you know, uh, that, that the tech guys in Silicon Valley were secretly uh, Nazis, well, I think it also speaks. But, it also speaks volumes to the fact that not only was there a march Friday night in Charlottesville with uh, uh, Richard Spencer's fucking uh, uh, boy toys walking around tiki torches, that as far as I know, sparked no violence. All the violence happened on Saturday. Uh, there was also a get together in San Antonio to unite the right mm-hmm. on the same day. And there was no violence. But you know, the difference was, is that Antifa didn't show up, and they didn't organize to show up, with weapons, and body armor, and face masks, and bear mace. So, in other words, if you don't show up looking for no SH, you don't end up with a bunch of IT all over you. All right? And and I'm... I'm, I am so disappointed in so many people I know who go, there's no two sides to this. Really? Really? So you, you can pick a good guy out of well, all this shit that <laughs> happened. You can pick a, you can pick a, the good guys out of this. Because what I see is a bunch of fucking idiots walking around with shitty haircuts and polos and tiki torches talking about you will not replace us. And then apparently that, that morphed into Jews will not replace us, which I don't know where the fuck that came from. I, I don't think there's I don't think there's a lot of Jews. Well, they're clever. I don't think there's... Well, <laughs> Clever. 
cover like a bad pun. I don't think there's a lot of Jews lining up to replace anybody with that haircut. Second of all, they showed up with fucking weapons on all these Unite the Right people. Antifa shows up with fucking weapons. Yeah. And then they get shocked. And then people act shocked when two groups who are looking to commit acts of violence against each other commit acts of violence against each other. But two groups of hammers looking for nails? But yet somehow, right. I mean, somehow one group is pardoned because they say, we're against Nazis. The problem is, you ever, you ever really read any Antifa fucking literature? Everyone they disagree with is a Nazi. Right. <laughs> so... I, I, look, there were white nationalists. Richard Spencer was there. David Duke was there. I don't know if Vox Day was there. I didn't, I didn't see his name being bandied about. But look, there was enough of the fucking, the, the white nationalists and white supremacists, what is it, the blood and soil group, and then you had uh, uh, the neo-Nazis out there throwing Hitler salutes and shit. Yeah, you know what? They're fucking idiots. They're assholes. We've known this for fucking decades, all right? This is nothing new. What's new yeah, is I mean, you got a whole group of people showing up, covering their faces like fucking chicken shit cowards, which is what they are, attacking people. Who it doesn't matter if you're part of the fucking crowd, if you're standing across from them, they don't care. You could you could be a fucking journalist. They don't give a shit. You're fair game because hey, you're there. Well, if that's the case, then once again, why don't you just wall off a fucking uh, a state and throw these idiots in there and then come check on them in about twenty years? Hey, I got a question for David Duke. And this question I have every time I hear this statement talking about we're going to take our country back from who last time i checked rich white guys still run everything who exactly are these idiots taking the country back from Those white guys who don't give well, a single fuck about david duke by the way which i'm right <laughs> i what was the uh, there's a statistic that i read in a story today about um the types of, of people who fear that somebody is going to come into this country and take their job statistically tend to be the people who are less successful at their jobs in general. Or have no job. And, and are, or, or have no job. And are really job I just, don't have. Right, and they're really just blame-shifting. Instead of taking a, a dark look at what's going on inside themselves, they can blame somebody else for why they're not successful. But th this idea of, of blame on both sides is touchy. I mean, first of all, I think a lot of people's gut instinct is to pick a side. I mean, if this was a war, if we were having a new civil war and it was neo-Nazis versus Antifa, I would sure as fuck pick a side and it would be Antifa. But that's only because those are my only options in this made-up scenario. This isn't a made-up scenario. This is real life. And this is not actually a war. This is a lot of idiots looking to prove themselves in some way. The same way that, you know, the similarities here are the same way that the, the alt-right, the neo-Nazis, the white supremacists, they wanted an opportunity to prove something, you know, that they were a united force and you know, whatever it is that they stood for. And Antifa wanted to prove something, too. It's that they were definitely anti-Nazi and were definitely looking to punch somebody. And I think there's, there's no way to really tell from all the information that we're getting what percentage of what, you know. 
But the 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 thing that leans more in the in favor of Antifa is the fact that the people that were there protesting clearly there were groups of people that were not violent that were just there to wave a sign to shout to just show up and you can't really hold them accountable for the guys who show up with the handkerchief over their face and uh, you know a two by four with a nail in it that's how we ruin that's that's idiots ruining shit though that's the problem is you're always gonna do that right no you're absolutely right and and it's kind of hard to avoid that when you get people together in mob mentality. Your more violent types of people are going to use that as an excuse. But on the other side, on the alt-right side that was uh, being united in front of our eyes, it's kind of different because if you show up to a rally and there are people dressed as Nazis goose-stepping, there are people chanting racist things. I mean, you have a choice to either hang out and participate or leave. You know, if you just thought this was going to be a a white pride, quote unquote, thing where we're just all going to share pictures of our white babies and then, whoa, wait a minute, where all these Nazis come from? If you're a reasonable person, you fucking leave. So there's a difference between the person who was protest, who just wanted to protest a Nazi and didn't want to hurt anybody can't really control what the the actual small Antifa group smaller Antifa group that was there you have really no control over it and I don't see that as condoning that behavior just by being there but if you show up to a, a rally where somebody's dressed as a Nazi and you choose to stay on that side you've got something wrong with you and you do need to be judged for your for your behavior. Well, we need to. We need. And to, that's where I get into taking sides. We need to spread the facts out here before we. Sure. Okay. Let's lay it out. The unite the right, which now I'm assuming, because I wasn't there. I'm assuming that that they presented their rally under that name, not as a white nationalist KKK rally, but as a yes. Unite the right. Yeah. Presented their application to gather in Emancipation Park, which used to be known as Robert E. Lee Park, to protest the statue coming down, and to also unite the right. They were given permission, and then it was supposedly revoked Saturday morning. Now, here's where it gets, here's, here's where it gets to, to, use, to use a word of the constantly triggered folks, here's where it gets problematic. Yeah. There are no, there are no fucking news sources that anyone can agree on in this story that are valid. If you get three people to agree that one news source is valid, 25 people are going to call that news source fake news on either side of the fucking of of the of the we have to pick a side in this. All right. So I'm just putting together what I've heard from all sides from Vice News, from Daily Mail, from whatever the fuck. So they go in, and they and, and the police were supposed to make them come in th- into the park for their rally through one entrance. Right. For whatever reason, the police Took- weren't organized, and they started coming in through multiple entrances. Yeah. That- I don't think they were, they were expecting that number of people to show up. I mean, your typical whatever have you... Uh, 
Nazi rally of some sort. Usually, is a smaller group of people. Well, the numbers I, I think are somewhere between six hundred and like twelve, twelve hundred people were there for the right. Like the right, which is yes. that's that's a large number to to to, to where they're like it, it could have been either one or anywhere in between. That's double the number of the the minimum that they estimate were there. Yeah, so they were they were woefully unprepared. So the I police, police start letting underestimated in. Whitey. Police start letting him into the park, and then it's announced that no, your um, permit has been uh, revoked, and you have to leave. And I've seen video of this with my own eyes from people who posted it on the Antifa side, people who posted it on Unite the Right side, and people who were just there recording. When the police told them that, within minutes there were police in full riot gear out there, basically pushing the Unite the Right people out of the park through any opening they could get into the arms of Antifa who was waiting for them. And that's when all hell broke loose. Because yeah. these people on Antifa are sitting there going, send them our way. And especially they were loving it that they were all being split up. So it wasn't like it wasn't like it was one big group of people meeting another big group of people. This was no Braveheart, Game of, Game of Thrones, you know, running across the fucking field. Ah, bullshit. This was Antifa had surrounded the park. The police from the inside out pushed the fucking Unite the Right out into the park, out of the park, into the fucking crowd of Antifa waiting for them. Now. Hmm. Here's my question. You're a police officer. You're a police commissioner. You're somebody who sits in city council. You're the mayor of that city. You see people show up with their face covered with, with bear mace, with homemade bombs, with weapons. Why the fuck would you push one group who you know is a right-wing group and you know them fuckers have to be armed into, that, into the arms of that group and expect it to be peaceful? Why wouldn't you stop, stop for a second? <coughs> clear because it, clear path out of this fucking park. Because it's the righteous Olympics nowadays, man. And send the fucking right out through that path. Put all those cops in riot gear. Uh, make a path with those cops, and send the people out. Get the fuck out. Go that way. There'll be no violence if you go this way. Instead, you had what what happened. You had groups of people getting the shit beat out of them, trying to run away. You had groups of the right-wing people who outnumbered the Antifa people at some of the exits at the park beating the shit out of the Antifa people who were trying to run away, which is where the infamous video of that one guy who was getting the shit kicked out of him by four Richard Spencer lookalikes, why people just stood around where that came from. Mm -hmm. And then, once again, so many conflicting reports. I'm just going to go with the facts of what I've seen supposedly dipshit in his fucking Dodge Challenger Charger, whatever, people were swarming on his car, and he said he gunned it. I've seen no video of that. I've seen video of him gunning it into a fucking ass end of another car, which plowed into a fucking group of people in front of that. Yeah, uh, we've seen no footage of people fucking with him while he's in his car at all, before, giving him well, some sort of justification for what he did. Before he plowed into the crowd. Once right. Into the crowd, right, right, right. Had a bunch of fucking room temperature IQ dumbasses decide they're going to run over with a board while he's backing up, thinking yeah. he's going to do something and start pounding on his car. <laughs> and, and, that's, how, and, that's how science works. And these fucking, these, these Darwin candidates got crushed 
between the back end of his car and cars he was hitting as he was backing out of there, hauling ass like his hair was on fire and his ass was catching. All right. Now, I understand heat of the moment, you're not thinking, but those are some dumb motherfucking people that think that they're going to fucking beat his ass when he's in a fucking, what, 2,500-pound fucking guided missile? Get the fuck out of the way. Hey, they feel they are going to beat that car, Rich. I'm not talking about the people that he plowed into and they had no idea he was coming. No, right. that's no, I get ran you. Ran out of the crowd. That's what I'm saying. They felt they were going to beat that car into danger, and then started crying when they got fucked up. What did you expect to happen? Hey, I, I ran into a lion's cage, and he bit me. I don't understand it. So, I mean, at that point, mass chaos ensues. You have reporters all over the place. Vice was right there as it happened. You had a few other reporters who were YouTube or, or, or freelance reporters who posted the, the, the shit on YouTube with the car ramming the crowd. And then you just had random people scattered all over the place recording the groups of people beating on each other. What I did notice is that, for the best that I could make out, the longer the videos went, the less and less people were caught in the middle of it who didn't want to be there, which speaks to what you were saying, Aaron. The people that maybe were there just to say, well, hey, fuck it, let's, you know, I'm, I don't really have a side, but, you know, let me go fucking check out the situation. Or I, I'm kind of with Antifa, but I'm not going to cover my face up and start beating the shit out of people. Right, yeah. They got the fuck out once they saw that, oh, the shit's hitting the fan. And then it was just yeah. literally the people who were looking for violence on the far right and the people who were looking for violence on the far left getting exactly what they wanted from each other. And then somehow, this has turned into, almost everyone I know tells me, and everyone that will listen with an earshot of them, if you don't have sympathy for the people on the left, then you're as bad as the Nazis. And I'm like, I don't have sympathy for either fucking group at that point. They knew what the fuck was going on at that point. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Why are you, you... You show up in body armor. You show up with weapons. You show up stuffing quarter sticks of dynamite into glass bottles and chucking them at people's heads. And you and then you get shocked when people get hurt and you want sympathy for it? What the fuck? At least the, the, the protesters at Kent State were unarmed. I don't ever remember Martin Luther King going, hey, everybody, let's throw on our fucking hockey helmets and go beat the shit out of some police. Those are people who's, who, who, were, who get my sympathy in situations like this. Not these assholes who showed up like, I'm ready to fucking rumble. Well, you got what right. you wanted. Even Malcolm X came around to passive resistance eventually. Yeah. And Malcolm X never fucking showed up and provoked the situation. He was just like, self-defense is common sense. If you're going right. to attack me, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be armed and I'm going to defend myself. Yeah. He didn't send his, he didn't send, quote unquote, his people when he was in the nation of Islam and, and their highly trained fruit of Islam troops. He didn't send them into situations to go antagonize shit. It was make a fucking barrier around our people so we can get them out of here safely. And if someone puts their hands on you, do your best to kill them. And well, to me, that's in that situation, that's self-defense. Not showing up going, I'm right, ready to right. rumble. And then when it happens, crying on TV going, this is what happens, this is white supremacy. No, this is two groups of fucking idiots getting exactly what the fuck they wanted. I mean, I guess apparently, I think like Milo a little bit, because the first thought I had Saturday when all this started going down is, there's your identity politics. There you go. It, it's going to happen the other way, too. And this is an example of it. Well, haven't we learned we that from the last 10 years? Haven't we learned 
that the right for for the longest the right was especially under underneath big white daddy reagan it was the rugged individual and all this and the left played the victims so much that the right started playing the victims we started hearing terms like reverse racism and reverse discrimination and how oh the you know oh the only people you can pick on is white straight christian males yeah that's the original identity politics okay all that all that shit was spawned from the fucking left in the 60s in in fucking colleges and shit where everybody started dividing up into groups and it only got worse according to professors that i've read just a lot of different op-eds on that they've wrote they've said in, in the 60s it was limited to civil rights and then you had the offshoot splinter groups who were really extreme who were very few and far between it it it, it kind of died down in the 70s early 80s and in the late 80s and 90s it ramped back up and it's been fucking getting it at full speed ever since and now you got it to the point where we've talked about it on college campuses there's groups of of, of students going uh we're black students, and we want a safe space uh, in, in our own library where white people aren't allowed so we can have a safe space. And then you get, of course, the white people. Well, we want this, and we want that, and we want this. Why don't everybody just shut the fuck up and go to school? I'm over this shit. Identity politics does nothing but divide us and split us up. And yet I'm supposed to respect it? No. This is the end result of this shit. And if you think it's going to get better before it gets worse, or and it's not going to get worse, you're delusional. This is exactly what these people wanted. There are people, I am watching my friends on, in social media, I'm watching my friends in, in one-on-one talks, get excited. I mean, they're like, yeah, yeah, it's war now. Yeah, this is what we've been waiting for. It's on. War, it's a couple hundred morons on either side beating the shit out of each other over a statue that no one gave a fuck about three weeks ago. Right, yeah, I mean, if, it, if this was war then I would be likely to choose whatever side the Nazis weren't on. But th- but it isn't. I, I'm curious, Rich, do you think that, or and to you, Chris, of course, too, do you guys think that the alt-right has any plausible deniability in being a racist organization at this point? No. I, mean, I think they did at the beginning, but now I think it's been co-opted so much that, that no. And and they're not not arguing against it. They're not. Oh, no, I've seen quite a lot of it, actually. Um, The alt-right. There's a a lot of people. Well, uh, A Wife with a Purpose is is the one that I follow on Twitter a lot. But I like following her because a lot of other people, I get to see other people's comments on on shit that, that actually believe this shit. But the what I kept seeing from her and from other people commenting on her posts was that the you can't believe the fake news liberal media, of course, and that the people dressed up the people dressed up as Nazis were LARPers. That's for your non nerds, live action role players. You and that to be shitting me. She actually I'm not, with a straight face. I'm not shitting you, and that the KKK doesn't even exist. You I think you should news. tell David Duke that. And then you are fake news. I came and then I came across this from a uh, a 4chan post. Huh. Fixing huh. the alt just real quick, I'll run through this. Fixing the alt right. Don't get trapped in an echo chamber where you can no longer relate to normies. 
you know, non-racist. Pretending that Charlottesville didn't massively push the agenda against white person away is really stupid. We have a chance to actually make a change now that Trump has shifted to shifted the Overton window to the right. But we need to be smart and make the movement appealing to the average white person. Disavow all Nazi KKK edgelord LARPers is one of them. There is no way to lose public support quicker than going around making Nazi salutes and holding tiki, he says wiki, but I think he means tiki, torches, while chanting, Jews will not replace us. This instantly makes the average person hate you. Well, it still went down, and in your name. So, instead of coming out with the statement of, hey, we all gotta get behind her, I'll get the same message going, and make people understand that what we stand for is separate from these Nazis. You know, we had an idea of what this would be, and a lot of Nazis showed up, so we need to separate ourselves from that. No. Instead, they make up excuses for them. They make up excuses for their own kind because these are the people that they're supporting. And whether Trump, whatever Trump's views on race are kind of moot, really. It's more about what he does and says. And while I, I'm in agreement with you, Rich, on, to use Trump's words, there is a lot of violence on both sides. But I'm not agreeing with Trump when he says that. You're right because you're not president. When a, when a president has to come out and make a statement because a, a life was lost, I think it's a, it's a pretty easy uh, swing on hating Nazis and, uh, and, and disavowing any allegiance that anybody that believes in white supremacy may, may have to Trump. But he, he softballs it because he understands that they're supporters and he really needs all the support that he can get. And this idea that, that it was his job to get up there and decry violence on all sides. No, look, somebody on the alt-right killed somebody that was protesting Nazis. That's all you really have to talk about. That's your job as a president to make that statement. If we were lucky enough to get through this weekend without somebody dying, he probably wouldn't have said anything about it at all. But since he's forced now to say something about it, he can't just call out the side that he knows supports him. I mean, when David Duke tweets out that your words are emboldening his cause, maybe you're doing something wrong. Yeah, Bill Burr said that. He said, if I, if I started doing shows and I looked out in the audience and 90% of them were wearing hoods and holding you know, torches and burning crosses, I would have to think, what the fuck am I saying to get that type of audience? Yeah. <laughs> and, and we know from, from recent history that right-wingers are really good at getting a message out. It's usually a bullshit message, as we've talked about, but they're really good at all getting on the same page. And the same page that all these alt-right people want to get on is covering up their own ugliness. They could easily get on the same page in disavowing Nazis. When you say that they don't exist, well, that, that kind of proves your own racism, I think. That is... In that respect. Most, that is the most asinine, retarded, willfully ignorant statement I've probably heard in all of this... And that's saying quite a fucking bit. 
I cannot believe someone came out and said, oh, these people throwing Nazi salutes and dressing up in Nazi regalia, oh, that's, they're just LARPing. Yeah. Uh, excuse me, I didn't see anybody dressed up as a wizard going, fireball, fireball, fireball. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I didn't see anybody with fucking styrofoam swords beating on each other, trying to get the crowd mm -hmm. away from somebody. I'm wearing my cloak of invisibility. <laughs> you can't see me. Also, regardless if you want to think of the of the uh, violent Antifa, whatever you want to think of them, at least that side owned it. You know, they were cheered on. People were like on Twitter, like, "Yeah, I wish I could punch a Nazi. Punching Nazis is cool. Let's share pictures of Nazis getting punched." Here's the problem with that. They were at least owning it. They were they were not being hypocrites. Here's the problem with that. And yes. This is the problem that I get shouted down constantly since this has happened. All right. Richard Spencer has many videos of him giving speeches, throwing a Nazi salute, saying hail Trump, saying talking about the Fourth Reich that's coming, etc., right. etc. That is what gets the most hits. Yes, that is a legit Nazi. When he got his shit sucker punched. All right. Yeah, it was kind of a pussy move. If the dude, if the dude, if the dude was really that badass, why didn't he just fucking grab Richard Spencer, beat the dog shit out of him, turn around, look at the camera, and go, "That's what happens to Nazis, bitch," and then turn around and walk away? Instead, he took a sucker punch at him and ran. Fine, whatever. That's 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 the, that's the climate of the uh, of the tough guys these days. That's what happens when most tough guys start off behind a keyboard instead of actually going out and fighting in the fucking street. However, my problem is. When you start letting fucking a group like Antifa define who's a Nazi, and a group like Antifa, who, as far as I'm concerned, at best, is a rudderless fucking movement that borders on a terrorist organization that's going around mm -hmm. handing out flyers talking about we need to kill all white babies because it's too late to change their mind. Calls itself anti-fascist and clearly uses fascist tactics. We've already proved that, that satire and irony is lost on a whole generation of Americans for the most part. Don't, don't forget context. I mean, those, to those people, it is, I say this, and if you go, well, I agree with everything you say, but that, you're a Nazi. So violence is okay. Yep. <laughs> okay. Yeah, the, what, what was the... the I, I put my, the tip of my pinky finger into social media this week, and the temperature I've taken this week is... If you did not make some kind of anti-Nazi post and use the stand against racism filter on all of your pictures, you're a Nazi. Is that about accurate this week, Rich? Yeah. And it's that condescending, it's that condescending attitude the far left gets. Like, teach boys not to rape. As if boys are, pop out of the vagina going, boy, I really want to rape my mom's pussy I just fell out. Dude, I've known not to rape my whole life. Never really had to be... Taken aside and being like, hey, don't rape. I'm sorry. You know? I right. I didn't think we all had to fucking sit here and, 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 and go, Nazis are assholes. I mean, there's certain things we take as fact. You jump off a hundred-story building head first, you're going to die. Water's wet. Nazis are assholes. Why, well, why do we have to? Why? And it's only on, on a certain group. And let's, let's put this faggy baby to bed and fucking call it what it is it's on white men to denounce nazis because i don't see anybody taking any white women or or asian men or anybody else to denounce nazis it's up to white men really really 
I, I, so, so, so because I refuse to be bullied into saying something that I've been saying for 40 years, but I just refuse to be bullied into it this one instance, I'm as bad as them, fuck you. Come get some, motherfucker. I would give my address, but Aaron would fucking edit it out. Come get some. <laughs> I got something for that ass. You're going to find email, how much I fucking like Nazis, all right? Email unregimented ChristopherMedia.net. Get your Rich's address. Maybe. Fuck those people. It's bullshit. Of course they're fucking idiots. The, first, the minute I saw them jackasses standing around with fucking Lowe's tiki torches... I started fucking making memes and gra- gathering all the memes I could and posting them and laughing my ass at, at, off at them. I didn't realize that in less than 24 hours it was going to turn into the shit storm it did. I thought we were just going to have a good laugh at a bunch of people in shitty haircuts, carrying torches, talking about... We're, we're, and here's the other thing. We're, we're white nationalists. We're white nationalists, yet we're carrying torches made in Korea. we Mm-hmm. Now that's interesting though Because Rich What would have happened If Antifa didn't show up The same thing that happened In San Antonio They'd have fucking Barely got any goddamn Right Any press out of this And it'd it, it done and over with Because there's a lot of talk About While this wasn't Necessarily A successful Rally It didn't turn out The way that they Intended it to um, It sure has been A damn good Recruiting tool <sighs> So if Antifa, if if Antifa, if counter protesters didn't show up, if if they just let them do their thing and have their little Nazi party, and we'll just take pictures of it and remember who you really are, then it could have been just that we would have shared a lot of memes and had a good laugh at these idiots. But now, I mean, it's the same thing like the Richard Spencer punch. Did it change anybody's mind? Shit, no. Think it changed Richard Spencer's mind? No. Any of his followers? No. He's now a martyr. Just like this is what I don't. You made you made more of Richard Spencer with that punch. If, yeah. if anyone listening to us is is it considers themselves part of Antifa or has strong sympathies for Antifa, try to follow this line of logic. If your group, if someone in your group, a leader of your group in Antifa, is beaten, is killed, they're made a martyr, okay? It actually garners sympathy for people for your side. What the fuck do you think is going to happen if you do that to the other side and you start doing this shit to their leaders? People who are leaning that way anyways are going to have sympathy for them. Oh, so wait a minute. Now all of a sudden because... I vote Republican, I'm a Nazi, and I'm not allowed to fucking say anything, or I'm going to get verbally, or not verbally, but physically beat down, and people are going to identify me on the Internet and try to stop me from being able to put food on my table? What do you think is going to happen when you back people into a corner like that? Because, Mr. and Mrs. Antifa, you act like you're backed into a corner, even though most of them motherfuckers come from upper-middle-class white people, because I really don't see a whole lot of black people running around in those outfits. All right, damn sure don't see a whole lot of fucking Latinos or anybody else. It's all a bunch of white people. And it's all a bunch of white people with all their fucking high-tech gadgetry. So that means money's coming from somewhere. Someone else probably paying all their oh, bills. So oh, what? Who, George Soros? <laughs> oh, oh, Jesus Christ. I can't even get it. I, I, I almost broke my rule. Because like I said, about, about two months ago, I, I just as a side real quick, 
I decided if I have to if I have to unfollow somebody and take them off my timeline, then I should probably mm-hmm. just unfriend them. So I followed everybody, and my family is pushing my limits of how much shit I can take. My cousin is a fucking moron who believes anything fucking PrisonPlanet.com puts out, and this is he's gone even deeper than Prison Planet. He, this is all the Clintons in the deep state, and it's all the Democrats because <laughs> the Democrats control the KKK and they control the the, the alt right and 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 they control Antifa. And I'm just like, oh my fucking god, you're an idiot. And I know you've bred at least twice. I can only hope his balls stop working after the two kids. <laughs> but anyways, that's neither here nor there. If you're listening, I'm not going to name you by name. I'm not going to give the prick the satisfaction. But yeah, fuck you, dude. Just go ahead and unfriend me, and if you see me in public, walk the other way. Do yourself a favor with your fucking, with your Phil Collins looking ass. All right. Anyway. Well, that's intolerance, Rich. You're goddamn right. You're goddamn <laughs> right. You know who I learned it from? Well, I learned it from watching Antifa. It is. <laughs> it, is not, it is not logical to be tolerant of intolerance. No, oh. you're right. That's the thing. Like, um, that's brought up a lot of questions of of tolerance, and also. The idea of freedom of speech, the right to uh, to um, well, what what's the word? Right to gather. Right, you peacefully assemble. Peacefully assemble. Thank you, Rich. And you'd come up with the correct terminology. And I think part of the problem is why we see people who feel like they need to show up and and threaten others is that they don't have a belief in the system. And I personally think that those freedoms that we enjoy that's one of the things that our country does consistently pretty well. Not all the time, but we do a pretty damn good job. Aaron, if you, you know, every, everyone wants to talk about... If you put us side by side with a lot of other countries, we do it damn well better than most countries in this world. Yeah. Everyone talks about all these other, you know, English-speaking countries that they can go to, and I'm like, okay, yeah, go to Euro- Europe and Australia and Canada, and, you know, if you're fine with having restrictions on the basic freedoms that you enjoy in this country then that's that's your your right but i think it's a you know even though i think that that those freedoms exist pretty well for most people in this country there's a belief that it doesn't really work because ultimately you know we we should the, the aclu supports the all rights right to to peacefully gather right certainly we understand that when things tip over to violence or when uh the speech is meant to incite violence directly that's where we cross a line you don't get your permit you don't get to to gather anymore that that's built into it i think it's partly uh antifa comes from a lack of trust in that system and also a lack of trust in individual humans as well. The idea that, to, I think, and I'm supposing, if I was to try and, and read the thoughts of another, I think it comes more from that those racist beliefs have a lot of power and can sway dumb people. And that's why they need to be shut down, why they shouldn't be allowed to speak. It's a lack of confidence in the intelligence of the average American, which is uh, something we could probably debate for the next three hours. <laughs> but Possibly five. 
but generally speaking, as much as, as I agree in a lot of ways, we are incredibly short-sighted and ignorant of a lot of things. You're, it's not about the, the average person going, I don't know any better and the Nazi shit looks cool and I don't have any black friends, so there you go. I'm going to join the alt-right. It's more like how you were saying, Rich, is that you were conservative your whole life and now being presented a false choice of picking a side. And you're going, well, I'm certainly not with these Antifa guys, so I guess I'm with the alt-right. Does, does any of that make any sense? Yes, it yeah. makes perfect <laughs> sense. And it is, that is yeah. a problem. It's like, that it's I'm like being pushed to, into it. It's a problem I'm having... Just with, I've given up on, on on any type of discussion with any friends for probably at least another couple of days because the accusations of racism, of hatred, of I never knew you were this type of person. Well, next time I see you in public, your ass is mine, and all the and all this shit is just flying. I mean, it's these are adults. These are these are people who are who are well into their thirties for the most part. All right, and. I, 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 there's no point in sticking my toe in that water, because it's just like it's like diving in to you know bear-infested water covered in fucking fish. I'm just gonna get ripped apart. So I'll let the bears disperse, and then I'll fucking go in and and, and, and try to have a conversation with who's left. Because here's the thing: you don't have to pick a side in this. All right. They both. Yeah. They both. Look, here's the fucked up part of. The, here's here's the here is the here is the ugly fact of the history of humanity. There are no good guys. There are bad guys that won, and there are bad guys that lost. Humanity as a whole is not good. All right. We strive to be good, but we constantly fail. Or if you're a Christian, fall short of the glory. However you want to fucking put it. Right. Right. No. We have. We have incentive to be good based on living in a society, but if we never wanted to evolve to that point, if we never wanted to, you know, make a farm to feed a whole city of people and we're fine living in small packs and foraging and hunting, we wouldn't have the same morality. Exactly. It's we've we've kind of constructed it in order to accomplish this. So, it. it while it's sometimes sad, it's almost understanding how we some can easily fall short of that because our our current version of morality is a construct that a lot of us in this country believe in, but it's just that, like anything else. It's just a construct. I mean, if, we, if it's a zombie apocalypse, if a war actually breaks out in this country, you know, there's a lot of situations... Sure, there's a lot of people that are just going to be every man for themselves. They're not worried about taking sides, just worried about maybe themselves and if they have any family taking care of them. Yeah. So I, I'm, sl- I'm slowly falling into that category. So, yeah, it's it's a false choice. It's not you're either with Antifa or you're with the neo-Nazis. And the people and the people who are watching this who value individual rights and individual thought and don't buy into this group think that you all have to have this collective agreement intellectually should look at these two look at the two main groups who because who, who, let's just for sake of simplicity let's just call it Antifa and the white supremacist 
Because I know that there was more than Antifa was there, and I know that it was more than just like you know the white nationalists. Yeah, but, that, but fuck it, well, let's let's paint in broad strokes. Yeah, let's just for sake of simplicity, we'll call it those two groups. They're both about group identity, about not straying away from the group thought, about giving yourself over to the group and doing what the group tells you to do. That should sicken people who are free thinkers and go no. I don't want to be, no, I don't want to be on either side of this. Neither side, neither side fosters and, 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 and wants debate. Neither side wants true freedom of speech. And this is what, oh, this is what burns my fucking ass. These fuckers on the right have, have somehow convinced so many people that freedom of speech is now a, a Nazi right wing fucking ideal. Right. Uh, this uh, we've moved the bar. That's what, what Antifa is doing: is moving the bar on tolerance and showing that they're better than their parents and and all the old, older people because they are less tolerant of of certain things. But I think our version of tolerance has worked pretty well. We want to talk about how do we tolerate Nazis? I mean. In general, we don't tolerate Nazis in this country, right? That's a good general statement that you can make. Only when we do, because we understand that there's certain freedoms that need to be enjo- enjoyed in mass, or else, if you know, or else nobody enjoys them ultimately. And you know, the free speech issues and the and the right to peacefully gather are among those. So. That is our level of tolerance. We have a certain level of tolerance where we'll let you have your, your day where you can say your side, and then we'll go back to all disagreeing with you and keeping you out of power. And groups like Antifa are like, that's not good enough. You have to be so intolerant of that that they can't even have a chance to speak their viewpoint. And... And and meanwhile, like people my age are going, no, that's not how it works. We yeah, don't. It flies we don't in the believe face of tolerance. We don't believe in any of the shit they're saying. We believe in the right for anybody to speak their mind in this country. Anybody can speak their mind in this country, and not have repercussions from the government. Let's keep that in mind. That that goes with free speech. This idea that free speech is automatically you get to speak your mind and you don't get fired from your job, you don't get ostracized from your family. No, that's not how it fucking works. No, and, and, I, I, free, and I pointed that out, and people go, oh, so you agree with us? And I go, no. I'm just pointing out the fact, okay? I'm, I'm just pointing out the fact of the situation. It is, I, I, don't try to go, oh, well, you agree. Don't try to pigeonhole me and force me to agree with you and twist my words to where I'm, like, rubber stamping everything that you fucking say because I agree with a tiny little point you make. All right? Right. And And... Well, here, here's the both sides are doing it, and it's just it is this is this, literally this is more this is as close as we've gotten so far to hold up a mirror to to either side. There's the enemy, guys. They're just like you. In fact, yeah. change a few a few phrases, a few words. They are you. Nobody understands that. That's what drives well, me up a wall. I, I think it's also I don't understand this belief that the current way that we had with dealing with this shit was somehow empowering Nazis. I mean, whether you, you want to admit it or not, we've had Nazis in this country 
ever since World War II. Yeah. Uh, We've had KKK in this country since before the Civil War and since all the time after. None of this shit is going away, and none of it has gone away. We've just tolerated show, it to a certain level, well, we but, not a light on it but, not, but not allowed these people to achieve power. I mean, I know you can't keep everybody with a racist idea in their head out of power ultimately, but it, if David Duke ran for president... There's no way that he's going to get elected. Well, yeah, he's well, done it so, before, also. But but right. we're giving it a we're giving it attention. That's the problem. That I, that's we're, what I think is making it proliferate. Right. So I mean, there's more of a focus on it now because we're coming out of this uh, post-racial period. I put in big air quotes when we had a black president and everybody believed that we had moved on on certain issues, and now we can all be shocked again that there are still the same racist. Nazis, white supremacists, KKK in this country that there always was. They may have been less vocal when there was a, a black president. Maybe some of them not, you know. But it does make a difference right now when when our president refuses to earnestly uh, say disavow the ideas of Nazis of white supremacists. I know he said the words, but I'm not stupid. I heard him speak off the cuff and just blame everybody. I heard him speak from a teleprompter, which he never fucking does. No. A prepared message that, w- that was written up by his office. It was like, here is what you need to say right now. What any president needs to say in this situation. Here are the words. Just read them. And then he got backlash from sounding too wooden on that. So he went back to his original, well, who's to say who's, who's really wrong in their ideals in this? Listen. It's real simple. If you are for the killing, if you're for the genocide of any race, you're an asshole. We really don't need to discuss it much further. All right? This is, and I've said this before, and this this is not going to win me any fans with the people maybe on the fence, but this is how I feel. If there's a group, like, let's just, I'm just going to pick on the Aryan Brotherhood. If the Aryan Brotherhood comes out and says, look, we've evolved our thinking after I get done laughing my considerable amount of ass off at that, <laughs> I'm going to say, okay, let me strap in. I'm strapped in. Give it to me. What's your what's your thinking? How's it evolved? It's not that we want black people out of this country. It's not that we want Latino people out of this country. We just want to be separate but equal. Well, if you think you can find a place in this country, which is a very large country, and there's a whole lot of empty space, believe it or not, once you get out of the city. Mm-hmm. If you think you can find a place to live that way and not violate anybody's rights, more power to you. Because I'm going to tell you what, there's towns and areas of this country that are pretty much like that already. Whether they fucking come out and say, well, you know, they live down the road and we live here and that's the way we like it. And it's an unwritten rule. It stayed that way. Well, you can do that. I mean, you want to have a private residence and... Have a bunch of people there. You want to have your own compound or whatever? Sure, it can be all white people. But as soon as you escalate to the size of a city and have to have people running your government and pay taxes and all that shit too, well, then you're under the laws of the rest of the nation, well, and and, that's where we, and you can't discriminate. That's where we get back so, to what I've been saying. If they want to be like that, go out in the middle of nowhere, buy right. 200, 300 acres, build yourself a compound, a commune, whatever you want to call it. But here's the deal. Mm-hmm. 
you're going to, I have to isolate yourself from the rest of the fucking world, which means the rest of the world's going to pass you by. Yeah. I mean, it works for, for the, for the, uh, uh, oh, fuck. The God Hates Fags Church, uh, Westboro Baptist Church, they pretty much mm-hmm. have their own compound. They have their own school for their kids. The only time they ever leave is to go, if they, if they need outside services or they go protest, and they just live there. If that's how you want to live, Go be Mormon. That is the fucked up part, but it's also the beauty of America. You can live that way. But don't you don't get to fucking be part of society if you do that. You don't get to dictate how other people fucking live. You don't get to fucking get all the creature comforts. Because if private companies like, I don't know, Comcast goes, well, we're not going to run cable in there because we don't agree with your bullshit. Sorry, we don't care how much mm-hmm. money you offer. Guess what? You ain't getting Game of Thrones, sweetheart. All there is to it. Right. So, okay, so this brings us to another thing that I wanted to talk about, too, because there's a lot of news about how a lot of companies in general, but a lot of them tech companies that are handling a lot of this traffic, are shutting down white supremacist sites. Um, the the big story was the the Daily Stormer. Is that the right? I think it's Daily Storm. Yeah, it's Daily uh, Daily Stormer. I was, oh, okay. I was reading the same article before we we went on. Yeah, and I believe that was the the paper. The not paper really is it the website that posted the story that was. I don't even know what their point was honestly, other than that person that got run over. Deserve to die, and here's why. Oh. She was never going to have any white babies. She was a slut. She was blah blah blah. Yeah, I sent you guys that. And I was like, yeah, there you go. Just start. Yeah, I clicked body. on it. It never opened. So I'm, I'm guessing I clicked on it after they got shut down. Yeah, because they lost their domain. They were on GoDaddy. Then they went to Google. Both of them got. Both of them dropped them. Then they um, went to a Russian domain, and that and the Russian domain kicked them off. <laughs> Not even the Russians want you. When the Russians are getting the <laughs> I mean, what are you trying next, North Korea? <laughs> I mean, I mean, seriously, when the Russians are giving you the boot, once again, it's like if a guy named Slash right. kicks you out of Guns N' Roses for doing too many drugs. Reevaluate right. your life, okay? <laughs> right. So. Well, there's some people on the right that are saying that this is censorship, and I'm like, you don't understand how the law works, and these are all private companies. And there's other people on the left that are cheering this on, and I'm like, really? Because you're saying that the baker had to make the cake for the gay couple. So which is it? Are private companies allowed to decide who they do and do not want to do business with, or or do they have to serve everyone equally? Aaron, if they have to, if the baker it, has to make the cake for the gay couple, then the Daily Stormer gets a website from Google. Aaron, these yeah. that's not. A, I believe in the free market. Aaron, Did they all explode after you asked them this? Aaron, these people don't care about fucking consistency. They don't care about the free market. This is the other irony. Antifa is a bunch of fucking co- communists by their own fucking propaganda, and. I was literally listening to people on the right when they were giving their speeches saying that they're socialists. The fuck? And really? Communists and socialists? This is... You're going to argue over... Okay. Yes, I understand communism socialism is not the same thing. I mean, to, to, to to make it easy to digest, 
Well, yeah, but neither is Coke and Diet Coke. <laughs> communism, communism is when the government controls the means of production. Socialism is when the people control the means of production. That is a very oversimplified, for the sake of brevity, definition of those two things. Mm-hmm. Idealistically, they're kissing cousins. So, once again, thank you for proving my point, people, that you are flip sides of the same coin, and you really, it's not about ideals. These people don't care about consistency. These people don't care about fair. These people don't care about equality. It's about vengeance. It's about imposing their will upon other people. And, I mean, if that's the case, if that's what you want, then, dude, go join the military. Right. Go start your own country. Yeah. Right. We need to get the fascists out of this country and the Nazis out of this country. I mean... <laughs> and I know, those, I'm saying those are two different groups. <laughs> I mean, I, I, it, 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 it's... We have an outlet somewhere built into the system for people who want to impose their will upon other people by any means necessary, up to and including killing them. Like I said, go join the military and take your and, and, and roll the dice in that. Just make sure that you're following the, the rules of engagement, because if you're not, you'll end up in front of a fucking military tribunal, and you'll end up the rest of your life in Leavenworth. Right? No. I, I don't know. I don't know what else to say to these people. It, it's a joke. It's nonsense. And on top of this, this is what this is what gets me so much. Is and it's 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 kind of a it's kind of a it's kind of a three-headed monster. So give me a second to explain. One, no one gave a fuck about this these issues three weeks ago. No Correct. one was on social media. Rally. I mean, okay. Maybe what, you mean five, trying to shut down the Daily Stormer or something like that? Five percent of people maybe were on fucking social media talking about. Let's go tear down these statues. And there was maybe 5% of people that were going, how dare you tear down our statues? Now, right. it, is, it is literally in the span of days. It has went to, it is, it is went over into the sports world where Yawkey Way, Yawkey Way is named after the old owner of the Red, the Red Sox. They want to change the name of that street because, well, he was a, 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 a supposedly a racist and the Red Sox were the last professional baseball team to, to, to embrace integration. So they want to change the name of that street that runs alongside their stadium because of that. Then there's now calls to take down a statue of Joan of Arc because she was a white oppressor. There's also calls to take down a, st- a statue of FDR because of the Japanese internment during World War II. Seriously? No one was saying this shit three weeks ago. This was not in the, in, at, the, at the front of, of our collective consciousness. On top of that, here's my second beef. What the fuck is the left hand doing? Because we're paying so much attention to the right hand, you know something just fucked up is going on behind our fucking backs that we're not paying attention to in the media. Well, I mean, probably uh, getting together a plan for a huge tax break for the top 1%. Which is the whole point of... Of 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 the Fuhrer Trump's fucking little meeting on his vacation, but because they wouldn't let this fucking issue die, they completely buried that one. And this is a, this is the this will be the biggest tax break for the the wealthiest Americans and corporations since it happened under fucking Reagan. Which hey, guess what? Trickle down economics. It worked so well in the 80s. Let's try it again in the 2010s. Right? But we're not talking about that. And no, and number three. Were we getting ready for World War Three with Korea? The other, uh, yeah, I know, right? Seven days ago. Now, oh, yeah, did, is Korea cool? 
Did you hear? Uh, did you guys read about the the Bannon article that he? he I, basically, I saw he said some crazy shit today. He he basically did a scaramooch and he called the reporter, vented on them. The reporter put it all on the piece, and then they tried to he tried to say afterwards, "Oh, that was supposed to be off the record." Bitch, you owned Breitbart. You don't know how this shit works. You knew what the fuck was on the record. Now. Bannon said some interesting shit in this in his uh, his rant to this reporter. One of them being that the idea that we were on the precipice of some sort of conflict with North Korea is ridiculous. That we have no plan to deal with North Korea. Well, that's not shocking if true. And that and it's because he says in there unless you have a way to deal with or prevent the loss of 20 million people in Seoul from conventional weapons then what are you going to do unless you're prepared to deal with that because it, what he's saying is like, look regardless of whether or not they have nuclear weapons whether or not they're prepared to use them what is a reality is if we act in aggression towards them, the first thing they're going to do is bomb their, the closest ally to America, which just happens to be on the other side of the fucking border. And it also happens to be one of the most densely populated cities in the world. But uh, what were some other fun things that he said? Um he did say that the the neo-Nazis, the white supremacists, that they're a bunch of clowns, that they're a bunch of idiots, that they don't, that they're not furthering the cause. Now, I think what he was trying to do there is the angle that I thought most rational uh, alt writers would take, which is to separate themselves from white supremacists. Instead, they chose the route of denying they exist. Well, he still owns white part, but I. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, clearly he's, uh, I think he's trying to maybe salvage some of the alt-right base from the reputation of being, quote-unquote, smeared as a Nazi. Yeah, I, but, but we already talked about I mean, we know that they don't have plausible deniability on that anymore. Yeah, that's, that's, that's like a Hail Mary pass trying to fucking distance himself, and it's just too little too fucking late. Right. We've all seen... The shit that goes up on Breitbart. I mean, we know where your, your where your true feelings lie. You know, yeah. I just I, I I had a conversation with a person online who kept it as civil as they possibly could. I got to give them credit. They only attacked me personally when I said something they didn't like like five times. So I mean, that's like that's about as that's damn near a Christ-like conversation in, in the climate of the last couple of days. Um, but the, you know, I pointed out to him. I said, "Look, here's here's the deal. We're as a society, we're only going to get more socially liberal. All right, when it comes to the culture, yeah. is what I'm talking about. Right. The right is has in in 200 plus years has been proven to be on the wrong side of history almost consistently. Mm -hmm. You're they're fighting a losing battle." The problem is, is that the people on the left... Because they're fighting change. Exactly. The people on the left who want this change, they want it with their... I click on my fucking app button on my phone and it instantly pops up. If it takes a second and a half, 
I sigh, roll my eyes, and then the app's <laughs> open. And you're trying to force this change down people's throat at a speed that no one is comfortable with, but because you're comfortable with it, you get you feel that you have the right to dictate that's the speed it needs to happen. It's you can't. They, and, 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 and here's here's the worst part of this. With the left, the left has proven that the slippery slope argument is completely valid because there is no give and take. There is no, you know, one step forward, two steps back. It's if I take one step forward, I'm going to try to force five steps more and back you up five steps. And you don't win over people with that attitude, but they don't care about winning over people. They care about running roughshod over people who don't agree with them and agree that this change needs to happen at the speed of light. Why? Because that's when we want it to happen. It's narcissistic. It's, I mean, I would love to have these people sit down in a counselor's office and find out how many of them have borderline personality disorder and historic disorder because I cannot believe that these people cannot understand that for a bunch of collectivists, they don't understand the greater good. Mm-hmm. But this is a this is a story that's told with each generation, right? And it's a it's a progressive thing. But each younger generation that comes up looks at the the one before it and goes, well, "We can do better than that," and we're going to. I think the difference that we're seeing now is that in the past, when you were in your twenties or something, and you're looking to change the world, you're like, you know, I'm going to work my way up and I'm going to have my time. And now we've kind of shifted our importance in our society to the younger generation and the way that it drives our culture in general, that it makes them think, well, if I'm driving all this culture, if I am the center of all that is culture in America, then so should my viewpoints. Fuck this. I can't wait till I work my way up and get my time to, you know, whatever it may be, you know, work your way up into office or work your way up into some position where you can make a difference. It's not about that. Now it's, you should be changing. You already follow the music that I listen to, the clothes that I wear, all the all the fashion, all the trends, you know, and, and every day there's a new story about how millennials are killing something. But, uh, yeah, so it's this, we have put so much importance as a society on younger generations that it's almost not surprising to me that they feel like they should have more control to initiate change without actually having to do anything, (laughs) if that makes sense. I mean, it used to be like, okay, yeah, shut up. You're not in power. And then that person eventually, you know, grew up, got into power and started making the change. It's, there's a severe lack of, and I understand. It's the entitlement. It leaks into everything. I, it's, yeah. It's, and I agree, and I can understand their beef with this mentality that I'm about to describe because I had beef with it, and I still have beef with it to an extent. It's mm-hmm. the resentment of the, why do I have to pay my dues? And I understand that to an extent, okay? When I first started playing guitar, I worked in a guitar shop. I was 14. I worked for a pack of strings a week. And one copy of every new guitar magazine they got once a month. And I worked six days a week. And I kept my mouth shut. I kept my head down. I did what I was told to do. And I tried to soak in and learn as much as I could. That was paying my dues. 
All right, and everybody there, whether they said that phrase to me or not, and it was said to me on multiple times or on multiple occasions, they they knew that's what I was doing. Mm-hmm. Right? It was like an apprenticeship, like we talked about a few episodes ago. All right, that's what we do. I understand right. that, and I and and I get that, but it's ridiculous when it gets into. I'm 40 years old, and I go into a new job field, and you you expect to treat me like I'm a fucking 18-year-old college student unpaid intern. Well, if mm-hmm. that's the case, hire a fucking... And hire, I use that word loosely because you're not paying them. Uh, hire an 18-year-old college student as your unpaid intern. Okay, I'll go find another job. I'm 40. I ain't got time to fucking wait for you to decide that I know enough for you to give me a fucking paycheck. All right? But see, these aren't people that are 40 saying this shit. These are people yeah. in their fucking early 20s going, well, why do I have to pay dues? And it's just, that is the way the system has been set up. Because if you are pushed before you are ready, if we just, if, if Marine Corps boot camp was three weeks long instead of 13 weeks, weeks long, and then we just sent them into combat with no further training, no one would fear our fucking military. But they'd go, oh, these assholes. Have no barely, respect. Yeah, these assholes can barely run a mile. I mean, your average Marine is not a combat Marine. A non-combat Marine goes through 13 weeks of boot camp and then another three months of, of infantry training, then gets trained in whatever their, their job's going to be in the military. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is intense. They don't just go, oh, you went through 13 weeks of training? <laughs> you can go on the front line. That's not how it works. And I understand the military is one thing, the private sector is another, but you, they're just... They're shoving it through and shoving it down our throats, and they're going, why are you upset? Why are we upset? Because do you see the havoc you're causing? Do you see the wake of bullshit you're leaving in your trail? And here's the thing, because no one's ever held you accountable for your own fucking actions, because your feelings have always trumped your actions or facts, you don't care that this is left behind. It doesn't matter to you. And to make it worse, and when I say that, People in their generation who aren't like that get pissed at me and go, well, I'm not like that, so fuck you for thinking that way. And it just perpetuates more bullshit. Instead of just going, you know what, maybe you're right. Maybe we need to pump the gas here. I mean, dude, think about it. We went from talking about 15 years ago to gay, about, about, about gay marriage and marriage equality to now transracial is a thing to where if you speak out against it, you're racist. Excuse me? You're born a lily white woman, and now all of a sudden you say I'm a black woman, and so that makes it so? And and I'm not allowed to go, you're not, sorry. Oh, that's racist. Well, that was another thing that was in the uh, in Bannon's rant, is he said that he loves it when the left talk about identity politics. He wishes that they would do more of it. Because all it does is help him. Which goes back to what Milo said earlier this week. After the, or, yeah, earlier this week. Because it's because your overcorrection that you love to talk about, Aaron mm-hmm. kicks in. It, it it you cannot use that as a weapon against your enemy. And once your enemy sees how effective a weapon it is, that they don't start using it themselves. And so now we have a bunch of pissy ass bitch boys on the left and pissy ass bitch boys on the right playing their version of identity politics, and the rest of us are going, are you fucking serious? I mean, when you have the right competing in the oppression Olympics just as much as the left, that's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. When, when, when things such as, oh, someone... I, 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 I've, I've used this example many times, but it's because it just blows my mind. You know, 
a video of a woman walking down the street for 10 hours, they edit down to eight minutes, and someone saying, hey, how you doing today is considered sexual harassment. And that's toxic masculinity, and it and then it just snowballs into we need to teach men not to rape, and this is what well, happened. Blah 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 blah. Depends blah, blah. on where you put the accent. If it's how you doing, <laughs> has any, that's rape. <laughs> has, anybody, has anybody ever? I mean, has anybody ever ended up in a fucking emergency room getting a rape kit done on them, talking to Ice T and Mariska Hardigay because someone said how you doing, like Joey? No, stop it. That's, these people need to stop and get a reality check. They don't live in reality. They live in a world that's created online by these special interest groups that they get, they, they weasel in and get become a part of, and they go, oh, I belong to something now. But that's not good enough. Now I have to push my beliefs and everybody else, and everybody has to accept my beliefs, and no one better question it, and no one better point out the reality of the situation to me, or else it's hate speech. But you know what? I like hate speech at this point. I'm not talking hate speech says go kill black people or, or throw Muslims out of the country. I'm talking if the truth is hate speech, then let me be its biggest fucking advocate. I want to speak hate to everybody. You're ugly. You're fat. You're useless. You're stupid. <laughs> not everyone wins the fucking lottery, guys. All right? Some people are born. They got a cleft palate. Guess what? You're all fucked up. You're going to need an operation to look normal. Oh, you're born fucking with Down syndrome. Hope you like folding shirts at the Gap. Oh, over here. Oh, yeah, you were born a, a intersexed or whatever the fucking... Well, guess what? Pick one because it's going to be hard to go through life trying to act like you're David Bowie circa 1974. All right? Truth. If that's hate, fuck it. Fine. I'm, I, I, I love hate speech. Right. <laughs> when you know, I, I said at the, the top of this episode that this was the type of week that galvanizes one's beliefs. And... You know, for me, the the galvanized belief wasn't I definitely hate Nazis like that. That doesn't need to be said. That wasn't something that was challenging me. It it my beliefs in the right for Nazis to still have free speech and right together peacefully was galvanized. I know it sounds odd, but it doesn't it doesn't mean that I like what they have to say any more than anybody else does or or what I thought 10 years ago I you know but it, it's I wanted to get back to to the the technology side of this um because it's not like um it's not like these type of rallies are anything new but this is one of the most high profile ones that we've seen in the new age of social media and so uh, you know before everybody was recording everything, you could show up to a rally and not have to put on a white hood and probably not worry about if anybody's going to find out at your job. Now there's a lot of taking, certainly everybody's taking pictures and, and video of all this shit and posting it, which, and it's not even about the people that are taking the video. It's a lot of other people that are watching that going, okay, we can identify these people or these so-called doxing um. Yeah. Thoughts. <laughs> well, well, well. There's a difference between. Uh, are you, you talking about the active act of putting out lists of these people, or just well, somebody seeing them in a video and going, "Hey, that guy works for me. He's fired." I mean, because that's two different situations. Right. No. Specifically, doxing would be putting out, you know, uh, information, personal information on somebody with the intent to have some sort of repercussions. 
in a lot of cases, it's unemployment for that person. And I think that's that's generally the the end goal is to make somebody whose beliefs you disagree with uh, make their life uncomfortable. All right, we're bringing the sound of microphones, man. All right, that's that's not free speech. Feel my thoughts on it? That's you're intending to do harm to somebody. You're trying to fuck their shit up. Mm-hmm. Uh, if anyone can give me any other plausible reason for doxing somebody other than you are well, trying to fuck their life up, I'll, okay. I'll give you free speech on it. If you can... Well, okay, but it's not about the reason, right? Because if you want to use that logic, you can say, well, you know, I know that the Nazis are up to no good, so no, they shouldn't have right to free assemble. Uh, you know, it's not about the intentions. But, but it's there's about, more than one reason Nazis could be getting together. There's really only one reason <laughs> to dox. There's only one reason to Dox, yes. Well, they could. The, the, your Nazis get together to share recipes for pizza. Well, yeah. no, no, no. But there's there. there oh, you have to no, there, no. I get there, it. They go to the movies San, and stuff. They're real people. There's San Antonio. There's San Antonio, and then there's Charlottesville. Right. No, you're right. Like, there, there's San Antonio where there's no violence. And then there's Charlottesville. There's two different... With doxing, there's one reason to dox. It's to fuck somebody's shit up. See, I agree with you to an extent, Chris, but here's the problem. You can't dox someone who doesn't put their shit out there willingly on their own. Well, let's... You know, doxing, like most of these new terms that we have to describe things, tend to be... They get murky right away. You know, just like troll had a specific definition then became anybody I don't like. Uh, Doxing, you know... Doxing comes from a, a hacking term, I believe, and that's specifically getting information from somebody's personal email, hacking into their computer, hacking into their work, somehow obtaining information that wasn't just out there. I think we we apply it more broadly now where it's, uh, you know, trying like finding somebody's picture at a rally... And then going, okay, well, that looks like this person, and they have a Facebook page, and they've got their personal info on there. So I think there's a difference between illegally obtaining information and and gathering that and using that to essentially, well, it's not really blackmail because you don't want anything other than the person to you know have family troubles or uh, or lose their job or what have you, as opposed to just gathering information that is freely out there and going, look at this asshole, because that kind of spills over into a lot of behavior. You know, if you can say that it's not okay for somebody to go, hey, look at this Facebook group with all these people on here. Here they, Here's all the information that they have available on their Facebook page. They're a bunch of idiots. You post that with no call to action. It's, that behavior easily slips over to uh, being... Well, it doesn't slip over to, but it can be equated to me just sharing a picture. Hey, you of could going say that like, f- feel free to copy and paste is still a call to action. But okay, what's it? No, 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 no. Let's be specific about a call to action. You know, because uh, if Nazis want to gather and have a call to action that they need to unite and gather their resources and push for legislation that approves that that aligns with their beliefs or whatever that is that goes under their their right to free speech if they get together and say how are we going to kill more black people then we go no rallies off yeah your permits revoked right so there is a line there 
And that's a specific call to action to incite violence or direct harm. Now, saying I'm putting out uh, information that I didn't obtain illegally, that I pulled off of somebody's publicly viewable social media page and going, I don't like this person. I don't like their beliefs. And I so what, and what I think and I think you putting out their and information? I think get off the purpose. That's what you I, that, that's my only argument to that is that because but that's it, what it comes you, down to. No, because it doesn't come purpose. down to it because I just laid out how it doesn't come down because, to that with Nazis. Their purpose, whatever their purpose is, doesn't matter. What are, actually doing? what are they actually doing? What are they actually calling for? And if Nazis are calling for violence, then it doesn't matter what their purpose is. We cut them off. If they're peacefully protesting or peacefully gathering, then we allow them to have their say. Well, just, we know what their purpose is. Of purpose is. If the pur- I mean, I'm talking about like the purpose of your demonstration. If your purpose isn't to do anything but be peaceful... Or if your purpose is to be violent. No, no, no. But you, but you, you're talking about intent. Yes. Right. So, what's the intent of a Nazi? It's probably relative to each, to each one of them. Quite honestly. I, you know, okay, to, to, to but give you a true Nazi is to further the white race, the pure Aryan race, I should say, because they don't consider mm-hmm. white like Irish people and shit like that. Um, Right and Catholics, and it's and it's to eliminate anybody else to make a perfect so, world. So can anything good come of that? Man, even trying to play devil's advocate, <laughs> right. I can't think of anything. Right, but even though we know what their intentions are, even though we know that ultimately if they had their way, we wouldn't agree with any of that shit. We would be directly against it. We let them have their day, right? So if you're going to protect that as free speech... Just saying, just gathering public information and producing it and saying that you, you can't say you can't do that because we know what your intention is and still say, well, we know what these Nazis intentions are, but we're going to let them, we're going to, we're going to let them have their say. Here's an issue. I th- if you're going to protect Nazis. On- I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, 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 no. I was going to say, here's an issue I think is getting lost in this whole doxing thing. It's mm-hmm. at, okay. Whether it's good, whether it's bad whether it's indifferent, that they post these, this info, that people willingly offer up themselves. Now, there's a difference if, if they hack into someone's, if they hack into the DMV and post someone's info and shit like that. That's, an, yes. that's a crime. Okay? Yes. Go into someone's Facebook and someone leaving their Facebook wide open for everybody to see it and see everything on there, spreading their information is not a crime. That is them, yeah. not, that is them not doing due diligence to keep their shit as private as possible. My if you copy and paste a racist tweet and send it to that person's employer, what's your crime? Exactly. You may not agree with that behavior. You may think that behavior is despicable. But what have you done wrong that is worthy of saying that the law should come down on you and restrict that behavior? Well, it, it, turns, it turns into fucking tattletaleism. It turns into sure, the person it, does that, and then people who are pissed that that person does that starts watching that person like a hawk. And the minute that person fucks up, gets drunk, tweets something they're not supposed to, or posts something they're not supposed to, or forgets to fucking cover their tracks with a Facebook group. They're the, you know, yeah. Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. My, they get strung up on the Twitter cross next. Exactly. And, and, and we love that here in America. It used to be we loved our celebrities on the, on, when, to rise to, to prominence. We loved to watch them fall. And the only thing we loved more than that was their comeback. Now our pastime is to watch people rise in social media 
and and go viral and to tear them down and to tear them down so low that there's no chance for a comeback. Case in point, Ken Bone. All right, Mr. Red Sweater. No, poor Ken Bone. What was his biggest crime? He likes to jerk off to pregnant chicks. Someone found that out that he liked pregnant chick porn, and people would have thought that he was like you know jerking off to snuff films. It was the most horrible right. thing in the world. Let me I got news for you, single ladies out there. If you find out that a guy that you're interested in only jacks off to pregnant porn, you should sigh relief. Yeah, trust me. That that's, and you should hope that that's true. That's as far as it's gone. But my main issue is there have been there have been at least three cases I know of. One was the driver of that car, and two were people in in the picture. The infamous picture holding the tiki torches where there's like four people prominent up front where people were misidentified and people went on the attack against these people. One of them said the driver of the car was from Michigan. He's not. He's not from Michigan. He doesn't live in Michigan. Their car was not registered with a Michigan license plate, but they went after the person they said who it was as if it was him. Mm -hmm. The other two... They went after him. One one of them they said was an engineering professor. It wasn't. They went after him, and I don't know as of right now as we're recording this, but the last article I read said that his job is up in the air at the moment. Now, here's the thing. If these people were wrong and misidentified these people, they don't care. This goes back to the, oh, well, we just move on. We don't acknowledge the mistakes we make. We're not held responsible for the mistakes we make because mm-hmm. we've never been held responsible. Why should we be held responsible now? We've ne- In 25 years of growing up, I was never told when I fucked up that I had to clean up my own mess, so why should I have to clean it up now? And it, it gets into that very murky water of what, it, what is there that can be done about it? Really, at that point, it's, 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 it's Wild West justice. It's people on the Internet who have to go, okay, so this is the guy who led the fucking witch hunt against these people that he misidentified. Let's Now we're going to get a witch hunt going against him and ruin his life. So do you make a law that if you're wrong, that that's a crime? No. Yeah, that's... I don't, once again, I said murky. We'll call it the... I don't... I'll call it... I do not have any solutions for it because this is a problem that I never thought of until this. We'll call it the... I just thought you should know law. If you're wrong, <laughs> right. you get charged with the crime. I don't like that at all. Um, okay, so here's, here's my question then. I tweet to the president and say, Steve Bannon is a piece of shit human and you should fire him. And I link to some tweets that, that Steve Bannon has put up about crazy shit that he said. So is that doxing? Should that be restricted? I mean, at what level does it become something worthy of being restricted? My intent is harm. I'm not going to achieve it. I'm not going to make the president fire Bannon. But my only intent, my only intent is to hope that Bannon gets fired from his job because I think he's a racist asshole and he shouldn't be employed at the White House. To me, the thing that always makes me not feel good about it is when you involve their family and their employer. Well, look, feel bad about it. That's fine. That's a normal response. That's how I feel about it. Two things that have nothing to do with that guy. Yeah, they're just unfortunate but how does that cross the line into saying that should be restricted speech because you don't feel good about the behavior? I guess too, because it doesn't pass my could you do it the other way test. Uh, would, 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 that person, would that person like the people he's doxing to ha- for them to have the <laughs> same information? 
No, Prob- but probably not. So you know that doesn't it's- hold water either. Would I? I I tweet out to try and get. Well, let's let's take government out of it. I'm tweeting at Uber saying they should fire their CEO because he's a misogynist. Okay, with total ill intent. I want this guy to lose his job based on my beliefs and his beliefs. I want him to no longer be the CEO of of Uber. Flip it around the other way. Would I like that? No. What? Why would I like that if the CEO of Uber is trying to, you know, emailing my boss going, you got an idiot working for you. Why don't you fire that guy? Because you're, uh, you're not putting out his personal info. Personal info is... Like if when they you, get into putting out people's put, addresses and shit, like... Again, I'm with you if you're... Obtain if you're hacking somebody and obtaining personal info and publishing it, I am with you on restricting that behavior. If you're talking about because at its core, what you're talking about is sharing public information, and that is one of those situations where a slippery slope analogy is totally appropriate. Because if somebody if it's made illegal to quote unquote dox, then my behavior when I tweet at the CEO of Uber is illegal too. Or is it only when I is it only when I group it up more than one, or only when I pull off his information from his Facebook page and add that to it, and gather as much of his publicly available personal info in one spot, that my intent is made clear, and therefore should I should be restricted? This is why I walked around, I'm, and I'm I'm being serious. I had my, my buddy who was a very early adopter of bulletin board systems and, and shit like that in the internet before I even understood what it really was. This is why I walked around for a lot of years in the early 90s going, this is going to be the end of mankind as we know it right here. But now? <laughs> I mean, sir, I, and I was only half joking. Now I'm like, maybe I was half serious. I don't know. I don't know what half I was, I, I don't know what half I was leaning, I was leaning towards more because this is like the Wild West, man. There, we can't apply the morals we apply in day-to-day person-to-person contact life to the Internet. And that's the problem because we've, for how many ever billions of years, you know, or millions of years, excuse me, we've, since we first started evolving, we've had this unwritten social contract of basically fear is what, of, of getting your ass beat or death is what keeps everybody in line ultimately. Whether it be the state punishes you through fucking the death penalty or you walk up to the wrong guy who's drunk at the bar and go, hey, you big faggot, and he stomps the shit out of you. Or you displease your God and go to hell. That too. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's all fear-based. There right. is no fear on the Internet. The biggest fear you have on the Internet is that you fucking log on to social media one day and all your information's up there. Now, the only way to not have that, to, to not let that bother you, to not let that win, is to not give a fuck. Oh, we found out that Rich likes to, 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 to jerk off to uh, interracial midget porn. Okay, and so what? You know who's got the fattest asses and tightest pussies, motherfucker? Midgets. (laughs) All right. Right. And if that don't bother me, then boom. But most people would be terrified to see their search history, to see the sites that they visit, (laughs) plastered all over the Internet. Most people aren't like me. I mean, there's very few things I've ever ended up on the Internet. Granted, I I don't go in the dark web. It's just something that I, I've just I've seen enough fucked up shit on the on the, on the daylight side. I don't want to go around to the dark side of the moon because it's going to be worse. But I've heard, <laughs> you know, I've heard stories, 
But I mean, there's, oh, he went to a site and showed someone getting their head blown off. And you've never got caught in a clickbait hole and fucking ended up someplace and been like, what the fuck am I looking at? You've never been post-fucking jerk-off session and been like, let me find the craziest porn I can find. Oh, look, the Japanese really are into fucking octopuses fucking their women in their anime. I, it, right. I No, I got a quick personal story. Uh, I had an ex of mine look through my history on my computer, and this was in the, the earlier days of Internet porn when not everything was broken up into easily searchable categories. And you kind of just had to poke around and go from site to site. There was no Pornhub. There was no one reliable source for it. And, you know, that, that this ex was disgusted at some of the, the videos that I watched. And I'm like, I didn't watch that shit. Like, yeah, I, you know, I clicked on something that was anal. And I was like, oh, wait, they're, you know, doing butt stuff. Next, you know. Oh, this is BDSM. No, nope, not for me. Next. You keep going. You look at a lot of shit. Yeah, and that's the other thing. I mean, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna sit there and you're gonna tell me that people are gonna go, "Oh my God, man, I can't believe you clicked on a on a on a BDSM site two or three times in, in the last year." Uh, you know, hey, look, Fifty Shades of fucking whatever the fuck. You know, I wanted to see if it was for me. No, it's too cheesy. All the outfits and shit just come off as cheesy. Sorry. And if somebody hits me, I'm not sexually turned on. I'm ready to fucking put them in the hospital. So. <laughs> You know, I, I, to me, the, the, if there's no shame, there's no fucking way that they can, they can ouch. Well, and I mean, well, I, right. it's fucked up because that goes back to if you've got nothing to hide, you've got nothing to worry about. Our rights aren't based on, well, what are you trying to hide? Our rights are based on we have an expect, expectation mm-hmm. of privacy that you have to go through channels and checks and balances to violate. This is the Wild West. These are people who fucking go... You know, these are the B-tards and 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 the, and the 4chan folks going, yeah. fuck him. He said something that pissed me off, and he was dumb enough to post a picture with a timestamp, and I tracked through that timestamp back to his fucking Facebook page and blah 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 blah, etc. etc. Now all his shits out there. And yeah, can you make it a crime? Can you make it illegal? Yeah. What good's it going to do in the long run, though? How enforceable is it? And we already got it's, a fucking. It's not. We already got a major problem with prison over. Crowding and people being in prison for bullshit crimes. You think you're going to throw a bunch of fucking white suburbanite teenagers in prison and that's going to turn out well for them? Serious? Maybe, maybe not prison, but hit them in the wallet. That's now. I mean, there's other ways to to to. to, to if they're not allowed to use a computer for you know two years, maybe you know that kind of shit. There's other ways to penalize someone. There's other ways to to level you know punitive actions at somebody. True. But, but again, all that goes. But all that goes against our current understanding of free speech. Exactly. This is why. This is why this is not easy. This is why it's not easy for me to be, have such uncomfortable bedfellows with people well, like the alt right. When I'm going, are they peacefully gathering? Are they inciting violence with their words, with their actions? If the mm-hmm. answer is no to all that then buy that, that piece of paper that we fucking based our entire country and culture on, they have the right to do it, whether you like it or not. Right. Well, you know, I, I said, I believe many times on this podcast that I, I, I think the idea that technology is ruining us or, or that technology is doing something to us that holds no water, 
But it is true that we are constantly behind our technology. When we want to talk about how any of our technologies have integrated into our society, it's always taken a while. We invented a car before we had a speed limit and seatbelts, right? We invented an internet before we understood what we really even wanted to do with it. We just thought that it would be something cool, you know? I mean, that goes all the way. It's, it's constantly on the, on the edge of technology. Our current edge of technology, why are we busting apart atoms? Uh, who knows, really? We're hoping to find something. But, you know, or, or genetic uh, engineering with the, uh, the CRISPR method that makes it really easy to just, like, rearrange some letters on the DNA, and boom, you got a new baby. You know, we don't have laws that currently control that because we couldn't have foreseen it. So the internet, like anything else, we are catching up to it. And, you know, I think we're, we're still in the midst of making these decisions of what we want this to be. You know, we think of internet as free and open, that it's a way of democratizing information, yet we seem totally comfortable with having huge corporations control all the access to it. So how free and open can it be? And, well, especially and I think, with these Silicon Valley companies. And, and if you want to talk about um, how do you, you control behavior on the internet, well, I mean, if you want to leave it privatized in the way that it is now and think that that's a good system. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I don't know what the ultimate answer on this is. I think time will only tell on it. But if you want to believe that privatizing it is good, well, then you kind of have to leave it to the company to decide, well, who do they want to do business with? If not, and you want to fully take the Internet into the uh, in, as a and handle it as a public utility, well, then you're going to have to have the Not same s- controls over it and the, and the same freedoms, you know, in the yeah. same way that, like, you can't pick and choose who gets to have power in this country. Yeah, say, Nazis get electricity, too. Right. If, if that's how you want to run it. So then, yeah, the Nazi has to have a website as well. If you're you going to consider... You're going to turn... You're, you know what you're, It's going to lead to the alt-right internet company. All these, <laughs> well, <laughs> all these sites that are getting shut down, yeah, some maybe. maverick... Some maverick's going to form a company where, hey, we, yeah. we'll take your money here. Steve, Steve Bannon will probably scoop up some you know, old Amazon servers and I, start his own shit. Yeah, I have to say I'm shocked it hasn't happened already. It's right. going to now. <laughs> so, but at this, at this current point with, our te- with our, the way that we view the Internet, we pick and choose. Well, we like the idea it's privatized when we go, oh, yeah, Google's awesome. Look at them shutting down these Nazis. But when our internet, want to set? But, but but when our internet bill's really high, and we're like, "Oh, Comcast, you're you're horrible to deal with. You're a horrible company. Why am I tied to you?" Well, then this privatization is a bad thing. And when you know, there's a, a, there's a lot of people on Twitter that get banned and then come back and talk about it about how, like, I said this and that, and this is a restriction of my, my freedom of speech. Like, well, no, you, you... So now you want the Internet and your access to social media to be controlled by the government? Because that's what you're really asking. Because if you have, a, again, under, any understanding of free speech, it doesn't extend to any businesses, right? 
I mean, businesses choose all the time to not do business with people who refuse to wear shirts indoors, right? And if I'm going to be the guy that ultimately goes around and walks into every store with no shirt on until I'm banned from every store, well, then I just have less options to shop where I live, and therefore I am less integrated into society, which kind of ties into what we were talking about before, that there are built-in ways where people either choose to integrate and accept and accept forward movement in this in this country, or they don't and they segregate themselves. But I'm getting off my initial point. I mean, it's nobody wants to commit, and I I don't know what what ultimately is the right or wrong answer. But people want to conveniently pick and choose whether they support the internet as a free and open basic right that we should in, enjoy and that everybody should have the same access to or do we want it to be a product i bet you by 2025 the fcc's involved with the internet i'll bet american yeah. money on that oh i i mean i th- i think there's no question that that um capitalism is what got us the internet in the first place and gave us the internet that we currently all enjoy I thought it was the, and, uh, I so, it was the military. I thought the internet was um, born out of the military. Well, I, I mean, the structure of it was, but... I, I, the modern, the internet we use, not the internet that the military came up with in theory in the 60s and, and I guess and I, 70s. I got you. What I'm, what I'm talking about is the, more of the internet as a concept, and more in the abstract, not the concrete structure of it. But I guess you can't really divide those either, because we... I think that's part part of the problem is what we're all doing is we are dividing that the the idea that we have a free and open internet but we all pay somebody to have access to it. So how does that equate with free and open? I don't know. It's you know we went we went through yeah. this and Chris and I went through this in specs Dick Kernan's class. He blew half the class minds when he said, "You know who owns the airwaves?" and everybody's hand shot up and he called on somebody and they were like, "The government." He was like, no, you, me, the people. And everybody was like, wait, what? We own the airwaves? And he's like, yeah. You wouldn't know it, but we do. Government has no has no claim on those those airwaves. There's no eminent domain that they can claim and take the airwaves from us. They just did. Right. They put the FCC in charge of what, what we can see on TV. Advertisers stepped in and decided... That content will be dictated by what they allow and, and what they feel that their customers will tolerate and still buy their products. He goes, and now that we're moving towards high def, we're going to have whole bands that are going to be used for other things that aren't going to be useful to us, but the government will find ways to use them. And I mean, I, I don't even think some people in the class understood what he was saying. But I mean, granted, that was 18 years ago now. Right. But I mean... I, I just right. like I said I don't think it's going to be any different with the internet. Eventually, eventually the Wild West will come to an end, just like the Wild West came to an end here. Government will step in. Everybody, everybody, relax. Your government has everything under control. That's what's <laughs> going to happen. And then it's going to be turned over to private industries with government with heavy government regulation, which where everybody can make a buck off it. And that cost is going to be passed on to the everyday people like you and I who use it. I mean, I just pretty much described everything that's not a public utility that the government sticks their finger in. It's not a cheery thought, but... <laughs> Can't argue with you. I mean, think about I'm it. I'm sorry, you just got me really thinking, because like, I, I didn't 
I didn't start this conversation with answers, and I'm kind of thinking it out as I'm as I'm talking. I mean, like there's there's a big part of me that wants to believe that ultimately what we're talking about when we're talking about the internet is we're just talking about information and access to information and information is power and the more the average person has access to information the more empowered that person is going to be the more informed they are the more likely they are to pick leaders that actually reflect their own interests and so that kind of leans to the idea that maybe it should be considered like a public utility that we should have at least an open and affordable access for everybody well, I mean, the but UN, but it goes. The UN years ago declared it a human right. Uh, access to the internet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I I don't know. That's no, it's not water. Okay, it's not you food. You it's not oxygen. You understand. But it is power. They're not saying they're not worried about the internet here in the developed world. They're mm-hmm. talking about right. Internet in the in developing countries to where instead of spending money on books, they can spend money on infrastructure to get the internet in there, and and have way more information and teach and teach yeah. people in these countries that way. That's how they're looking at it as a, as a human right, right or wrong. I'm just pointing that right, out. right. I mean, a, a lot of um, I think there a case could be made that you wouldn't have seen the um, oh. Uh, what did they call it? Was it a, the something spring? I keep thinking Irish spring. I'm like, no, it's a soap, you idiot. <laughs> in, the, in the Middle East, the Islamic spring, is that what they were calling it? Arab spring? The Arab spring, thank you. The, this, this idea that there was actually a way for people to, for common people in these countries to communicate and just share this idea that like, hey, you know, we're being oppressed by our own government here. We should do something. I mean, there's a case to be made that that would not have happened the way it did without the access to social media that they had. So in there, there's a very good case to be made for information is clearly power, can clearly help the average person, and everybody should have access to as much information as possible. On the other hand, I don't know how you build a system like that without heavy capitalist involvement. So it's kind of a paradox, isn't it? It's like anything else, man. When it's it's like music and 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 commerce. When you when, it, when you mix the two, you're dancing with the devil. You're going mm-hmm. you're going to have to give up a certain amount of or yeah, it's totally uh, possible that both is the answer. You know, if you say music is it art or science? Well, yes. Well, you know, I remember it's both parts art and science. I years ago, reading an interview with Billy Bragg, well-known socialist, and they mm-hmm. said, "How do you how do you reconcile your socialist ideals with the fact that if you know you make you money have, going on tour, <laughs> you have people in Russia waiting in line for bread? How long do you think you're going to wait for a pack of guitar strings?" And he said, "You know, in my, in my utopia, I, I, I there would be you know." A socialist world where you could walk in and get a pack of guitar strings without having to wait, you know, two days in line, let alone, you know, wait two two weeks in line for bread or whatever the fuck. And I was like, once again, you didn't come up with any answers. You just you you basically pointed out the fallacy of your own belief in that. 
Right. There, there is no way to fucking mix the two. Even right. Because so- socialism is not a way of life. It shouldn't be. I mean, I know it is for some people. It works. It's just another option. It works for some things. There's some things that you should apply socialism to, some things you should apply capitalism to, some things you should actually apply communism to. Exactly. These are all valid ideas and solutions, but when you make it a, a, a cause as your, your, your uh, cure-all for every problem that you occur in a society and government, you're not going to get anywhere. I mean, we've had this conversation, though, pretty in-depth, actually. Well, yeah, and I mean, it's... But, it's it, it, it goes back to me thinking, okay, we just, we have such a, I don't know about in other countries in, in, the, in the Western world, but here in the United States, it's beat into our head from such a young age. It's a, it's a either or, all or nothing proposition about so many things to where if you try to explain to someone who is like capitalism, that's it, capitalism, free market, capitalism, free market. And you try to explain to them that you understand that we have aspects of our own society that are socialist. Right. Public education. Well, yeah, that's, that's what we have to get rid of. EPA. Is the first response until you actually start listing them like that. Yeah. I've actually had people disagree with me. And I'm like, how do you disagree? Okay, what, what do you disagree with? Well, that, that's under a capitalistic society, and it's for our profit, and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, okay, okay but... Do you understand? Yeah, we have it's a mixture of ideas. It's not an exact science. It's an it's more akin to alchemy than it is to r- r- right. being a pharmacist. We have a capitalist economy that feeds a socialist government. I mean, you could if you want to break down socialism. If you don't believe in socialism at all, then you shouldn't be paying any fucking taxes. Yeah, you you're on move. your fucking own. <laughs> Once again. A libertarian. You build a water tower in case your house catches fire. <laughs> a libertarian's dream: the Mad Max movie series. <laughs> right, right. That's true. No, ser- no seriously. Like, uh, I, I mean, I don't buy into the taxation is theft idea, but if that is truly what you believe—that all socialism is bad—then you shouldn't be paying any taxes because that is socialism. You're you're giving your money to the government so they could do shit for everybody else. Yeah, you're, you definitely it, you're having state-run agencies. It's definitely an element of socialism, mm-hmm. and certainly we've seen capitalism work its magic in our in our politics, and nothing good usually comes of that. I mean, to people who bitch, okay, how do I put this? When I go to the DMV or the Secretary of State, as we call it here in Michigan. You can tell I got my license, my first license out of state because I call it the DMV like it is in Florida. Um, that, that socialist hellscape? You know, when I go in there and it's, you know, you got four EOE hires who barely finished high school with attitude and, you know, they're moving at a pace that makes a snail look like fucking, you know, Dale Earnhardt and all this shit. And I bitch about it. There are people I know that'll go, see, you hate socialism. It's like... Do you not understand that I can I can drive a car and bitch about traffic at the same time, and that doesn't mean that I think all cars should be abolished? Right. You hate Do you bureaucracy. Yeah, you can hate bureaucracy and still understand that not all socialism is bad. There is. I mean, even 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 companies have their own bureaucracy and red tape that you have to go through and all this bullshit. Exactly. What? There is a certain level of inconvenience 
that you're going to put up with, no matter what what ideals you you know uh, hold hold dear to yourself. There's always going to be something that's going to make you go, "Oh my fucking god, are you serious?" <sighs> and take your number and wait. It's it's going to happen. Look, I'm all for the Second Amendment. Right? I'm not one of those people that the minute someone gets shot, I go, we need to get rid of all guns. Because, one, getting rid of all guns at this point is a fantasy. There are more guns in this fucking country than there are people. We're never going to eradicate all the guns in this country. Yeah. All, right? all we can do is try to slow down to a trickle the ability for the people who shouldn't have them to get a hold of them. And it's an imperfect science, and people are going to slip through the cracks, and there's going to be people killed with guns. But once again... You're just going to create a huge black market. Once again, going back to the car the car thing, there's going to be people who have driver's license they shouldn't. There's going to be people on the road who aren't safe. I don't worry about drunk drivers half as much as I worry about people looking at their goddamn motherfucking cocksucking phones mm-hmm. these days on the road. I didn't hear anybody in the last week call for banning of automobiles, even though it killed two different cars killed multiple people in the U.S. and in Barcelona, Spain. I mean, oh, yeah, that that's going on, too. You know, but once again, the people who are zealots for these ideals will go, well, if you hate waiting in line at the DMV, then get rid of all get rid of all socialist programs. If you hate gun violence, get rid of all guns. If you hate car accidents, get rid of all cars. I've had a bad piece of pussy. I'm not talking about banning that. All right. I mean, it happens. There's a lot of bad dick floating around. Talk to women; they'll tell you about it. All right. I mean, we're not going to get rid of procreation because of it. We're not going to get rid of, of of casual sex for the fuck of it, for the fun of it, because of that. I mean. But in uh, taking it back to what I was saying, in America, this is beaten to our heads. And I don't know if it's because in school we are indoctrinated more than, than educated anymore, but it's beaten to our heads. It's an either-or situation. You either are for gun control and banning guns, or you're a gun nut. There's, right. And even, even, even Jay, the most, the most liberal person, which is kind of weird to say, the liberal, most liberal person when it comes to the gun laws on this podcast. <laughs> but even Jay is for... Sensible gun control. He's not for handing out guns like at Costco, like they're like they're fucking you know. Like Oprah, you get a gun. Like summer sausage, <laughs> you get a gun. You get a gun. I mean, or like uh, like on Ozark, Chris. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah. Send the Down syndrome kid in to get <laughs> to get a gun. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, even even one of my friends who is the biggest advocate for. Open carry, and that's a, and that's a constitutional right. And if he wants to carry a goddamn bazooka on his back, and he can afford a bazooka, he should be able to do it. He still says before in, he goes, I think open carry shouldn't even have to be a law. I think it should happen. But I think before you can do it, you should have to go through some sort of supervised training. And I'm like, hmm, kind of like driver's education, and you got to take a test, and you have to prove you're competent with it. Yes, and I'm like, how socialist of you, Brian. <laughs> so, I mean... And then he shot you. <laughs> but no, I, it, 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 we can, we, 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 I know people can do this. I know a person can do this. We can hold 
two ideas that seem to contradict each other and, and almost be counterintuitive in our heads at the same time and understand that they, if you put them together in the proper way, they can work together. But when you get a group of people together, that seems to go out the window. And that's not just nowadays, that's period. And that's not just, I, I mean, if you look at historically, that's not just America, that's all fucking cultures. But, God damn it, haven't we... Haven't we evolved past that? Shouldn't we be evolved past that? Shouldn't we be aspiring to evolve past that? And start to understand that it's okay to pull a little bit from here and a little bit from there and a little bit from here and a little bit from there? Nope. It's all or nothing now. Dude, I remember bitching about that on the first Unregimented. About, you know, how you can't... If you're on the right, you can't have one belief of the left. Or if you're on the left, you can't hold one belief that the right holds because otherwise you are just thrown in. It's sucks it's stupid when it's I, not going to, it's not going to lead to progress when i was 18 and i registered to vote i registered as a democrat now i'm an independent hey i have a question someone stuck a gun to my head i would never fucking say in a million years that i have a political party anymore because i don't know any political party that allows for all the all the beliefs and the ideas i have because what you just said chris because oh well you know, you believe in your pro-choice and you're and you're this and you're that. Oh, so you must be liberal. Yeah, but you know what? I'm not for fucking taking guns out of people's hands, and I'm not for, you know, basing our our laws on a big book of fairy, you know, Jewish fairy tales from two thousand years ago. Oh well, then. Well, you know, it's just uh, I gave a very bad example there, but you know what I'm saying. Um, okay, so I want to. Well, this isn't really switching gears, but we've been we kind of referenced the uh, the two different. Let's call them both terror <coughs> terror attacks, because honestly, well, I guess that's what I want to talk about is what what is our definition of a terror attack, and what would it actually take to call to have a consensus on calling a white person a terrorist. Timothy outside of somebody in the IRA. Timothy McVeigh. I don't even know that we have a consensus on that in this country. Okay. Honestly. A consensus. I mean, like, we can... Or the they, majority of people agree, no matter what their political affiliations. Because you're, I think, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're always going to have the Turner... The second, the latter. Yeah, you're always going to have the Turner Diary folks that think he's a freedom fighter against oppression and all that shit. And those are, right. thank God, a very small group of people. So wait, so like a guy in Barcelona plows a vehicle into a crowd of people and it's a and ISIS takes credit for it. It's terrorism. There it is. Now, I understand that you don't have the same credit taken necessarily. I mean there is some of that, but as a whole, the attack that happened in Charlottesville if it, you would attack group of people or anybody really based on your belief structure isn't that terrorism so right wouldn't, wouldn't I, charlottesville so, qualify right i don't get it i don't know well I, I, I did see a lot of people posting a picture of the guy most people most these people would con consider very f to the far left going this is what a terrorist looks like and i was like yeah okay i get your point and i agree with you but you're being real petty at this point, and you're you're basically working against your end goal, which is to get across to people. Don't fucking label all Muslims terrorists because there are Muslims that are terrorists. 
But when you post a picture of a guy who you go, well, this is the alt-right, this is a terrorist. Right. Well, you're... Right. Really? Really? If somebody posted a picture of an actual terrorist and he was Muslim and they just said, this is what a terrorist looks like, that would be racist. Yeah, you can't do it the other way. To dumbasses who don't understand... my other way test. To dumbasses who don't understand that Muslim isn't a race, yes. (laughs) Right. Hey... I know it's hacking, oh, yeah. but the dictionary says terrorism, the unlawful use of violence and intimidation, especially against civilians in the pursuit of political aims. Uh, right. So Char- that, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, in there. In, that, in, that in dude President, in that card's in there. In President Trump's uh, statement, I mean, I'm not, <laughs> I, I, I'm not for calling out, uh, immediately jumping to conclusions and calling out what is and isn't terrorism. I mean... Even in the case in Barcelona, even after ISIS took credit for it, if you look at like BBC and all the the news sites overseas, they were all reporting it as an incident. None of them were putting terror attack in their headlines because they were going to wait and see what the authorities actually had to say about it. You know, ISIS can take credit. ISIS takes credit for anything that they like that happens in, in the world. <laughs> and it doesn't mean they planned it all. ISIS is that guy in the so, project who doesn't do shit, and he goes, yeah, that was all my idea. <laughs> yeah. R- right. So so uh, I guess what I'm saying is that... Weren't the attackers uh, called if, soldiers of the Islamic State? I'm not necessarily saying that Trump should have called the, the attack in Charlottesville a terrorist attack, but... When within three hours of the attack in Barcelona, he's calling that a terrorist attack. Before ISIS can even take credit for it, he's calling that clearly a terrorist attack. Hey, some shit did go down, but with that while we were on the air, uh, while we shit, were uh, went down with the attack in Barcelona. So, some new information is that what you're saying? Yeah, it's uh, from CNN. You know, fake news. <laughs> My alert says Spanish police say suspects in a second possible terror attack south of Barcelona have been taken down. That's in quotes. Okay, yeah. So, well, well, right. CNN is referring... All the American outlets pretty much jumped on it right away as a terrorist attack. There was a consensus here, while as, whereas, uh, you know, European um, outlets... The Spanish Prime Minister let, has described it as an act of jihadi terrorism. Well, there you go, then. That's official. Well, but what my, my, my point being, off? though, wait, my, my point being is that when I last read about this earlier today, every story from uh, a European outlet did not have it labeled as a terrorist attack in their news reports. I mean, they're they're coming out and identifying it now because they're getting confirmation. So it's interesting that you know it's it manages to be a consensus on in America on that immediately being a, a terrorist attack based on our president and the so-called liberal media, whereas, you know, the the attack in Charlottesville, not so much. On the surface, because I haven't really, because I, I pretty much consider the attack in Charlottesville a terrorist attack. Be, and it, yeah. I guess my... My, the, the, by pure definition, yeah. By, by the one thing that defines that, now, if if there is concrete proof that comes out to prove me wrong, 
from what I think right now, which it is it is a terrorist attack, then I will have to amend my thinking. But as of right now, I see no proof that this man was in fear for his life, and so he panicked and jammed on the gas, and the result is what happened. If this was, because I'm going to be honest with you, first thing I, I thought when I heard someone rammed a crowd of protesters was, well, was he being attacked? Because I've seen the Reginald Denny video enough to know that I'm not stopping. I'm right. sorry. I'll be judged Step by, on the fucking gas. I'll be judged by 12 rather than carried by six. Sorry. I'll take my chances that one of those people are going to go, you know what? Those motherfuckers weren't wanting to play Magic the Gathering with them when they pulled them out of the vehicle. So it's kind of justified. It's one of the best Bill Hicks routines ever. Exactly. <laughs> we were all thinking the same thing. Step on the gas. And so the only way it's not a terrorist attack in my mind is if there is video proof that comes out that shows people were trying to get him out of his vehicle or get to him in his vehicle, and he gunned it. But even the video, the longest video I've seen, shows him coming down that alley at a fucking, I mean, like a bat out of hell with nobody around him. I mean, he, yeah. he clearly drove into a crowd of people from an area where there were no people. Yep. So... Yeah, it's no different than whoever the jerk-off jihadist fucking driving into into people in, in 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 Spain and France, wherever the fuck it happens. Guess what? You're a fucking asshole, and congratulations, right. so, you committed an act of terror. I hope you get so what I, you think you're going to get in the afterlife. I don't know. I think it, I think it's pretty clear then, regardless of Trump wanting to say that he is not taking sides in this by saying that there's violence on all sides. He has actually taken a side. Yeah, that's not an argument. There's no real question about it. Yeah, I haven't argued against Trump taking a side. I haven't argued that Trump is not taking a side with anybody. And that's the, a lot of people try have, that I've talked to about this, whether it be online or in person, have tried to direct the conversation right. to, so this is what you're saying. And I'm like, first of all, don't right, because my mouth. And second of all, I never said that. Yeah, because there's a big difference between you or I, as citizens, not taking a side in this issue and going, what a bunch of fucking idiots these two groups of people are, versus the president. Yeah, well, and it, and this is where, once again, my my beliefs make for strange bedfellows at times. For him to say that there was violence on both sides is just a fact. A broken clock is right twice a day. That's a fact, too. Okay? It, it doesn't mean that that validates the 90, 999 other times he's been wrong about something. I mean, Jimmy Kimmel did a 12-minute bit the other night listing all the and just crazy, insane shit Trump has done since he's been in office. And it took him, like, I want to say three minutes to get through it all. And it was a very truncated version of what the fuck... He's done since he's been in office. It was very much like we're going to hit the fucking bullet point, you know, highlights here, if you could call them highlights, of, of his time mm -hmm. so far. I, yeah, but So, I mean, just because he said there's violence on both sides and that's a fact doesn't mean that he's right that, about everything else he says, and it doesn't mean that he's wrong just because he's wrong about everything else. He's Well, he's only right if you take that out of context, though. I think... I believe that it, him saying, if if somebody said to me, 
Trump said there's violence on all sides. And I was like, yeah, I have eyes. I saw the TV. I saw people on both sides showing up for trouble. You know, that that's one thing. But taken in context of and taking taking all three statements that he made on this together, um, you can't really argue that what he says about his idea of violence on all sides is actually what he believes. I think it's pretty clear that you can derive his, his belief in clearly coming down on one side, regardless of him saying that there is violence on all sides. Oh, definitely. I think if, if he was forced to speak honestly, he would say the left antagonized the violence and the right met violence with violence. Yeah. Whereas I say two groups of people who went looking for violence found exactly what they were looking for. Right. But yeah, I mean, look, look at his own personal beliefs. Trump says that he's the type of person, if you come at him, he's going to come at you ten times harder. So what he saw is a bunch of people gathering, speaking their, their mind. Another group of people showed up, started getting violent with them, and they hit back ten times harder. I think I'm the only person in the country on Saturday when he initially ignored it that I thought that was the right move. Well, quite I mean, it's, it's like, don't give these idiots here, like... Even, but I thought even that's what he was the, doing. Even after the death, though, just when he was initially, I think it was before the death, the the, the right. first initial thing where he just ignored it. When yeah, he I just think that's walked a, off the stage and was like, "Hey, we're gonna go do the signing for this whatever in this room." Right, I like, and I said I, that th- I the, thought that was the right move. Like, don't give these idiots the don't acknowledge the time of day. That's what they want. Mm-hmm. And that's what I said at the at the top of the show is that. The reason that I can see through his statements is because I know there's a good chance that if that one incident of the 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 car attack that resulted in somebody's death, if that one incident happened and this was a lot of just a lot of crazy violence, he probably would not have addressed it at all. The only reason to bring it up in the first place is because he had to address that there was a violent attack. And yeah, that's and when once, shit like this goes down in the country, that's part of the job of the president once you is got to step body. up and go, hey, wait a minute, we all need to calm down and here's the reality of situations. Well, we all saw what his understanding of the reality of situation was. Once there's a cold body, you got to acknowledge it. Right, absolutely. So, yeah, so... So how does that equate with if the only reason that he it's important for him to speak on this issue is because he has to address this murder? What how does it what does it even matter whether there was violence on both sides? Just by saying that, I mean he might as well be saying that at, this at her fucking funeral. Like it's all sad that this lovely woman was taken from us too soon, but you know there was violence on both sides, and you know she showed up to the rally, so. You can't we hold her this, completely blameless for her own death. We all know this guy is not an Obama-style orator. It has been painfully obvious. Oh, yes, and I, I know that it doesn't sound like anything to say this is a new low, but I think it is true as much as I should not be surprised, and I wasn't, I wasn't necessarily surprised by this. I think it's also true that this was a new low for this president. <laughs> The, and the show he has, has reached a new low. He is, the what he is willing to do to white knuckle his base like it was his own three inch penis is that I don't know if there's any limit to it at this point. 
Are you guys getting a little bit of noise issues, or is that just on my end? <laughs> the audio fart that yeah. just happened? <laughs> well, there were some clicks that preceded it, too. I'm wondering where that's coming from. I don't know. I don't know. Hey, I did it, I don't that's know. bizarre. Yeah. Okay, moving on. As long as we're still getting recorded and everything. Oh, yeah. The government just tapped into our line. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and that, that particular FBI agent, just he had had Chipotle earlier, so he had to let it go. <laughs> well... Well, what haven't we covered about this issue? You know, the only thing I think we haven't really talked about is the idea of history and how it plays into this. Well, there's, 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 there's that, but I also wanted to ask real quick at least this question. Yeah. And I guess this is the tinfoil hat part of me. I don't know. Bring it. Doesn't this just fucking reek of more divide and conquer and keep them fighting at the bottom so they don't pay attention to us at the top? Absolutely. I'll put on the we'll put on tinfoil hat together. I mean, mm-hmm. I just it. But I, this is a distraction because I mean, I, these it, again we've had Nazis in this country since World War II and we never put them on the news. I mean, it just seems Mori every once in a while. It just seems fuck that that we had a we had a Grand Wizard of the Clan lived in Howell, in relative peace. You know. Yeah. I mean, fuck we there was there was do you remember the 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 Nazi march? I used air quotes for that, in Ann Arbor in 96, that were all 17 Nazis showed up. Yeah. There was like, you know, hundreds of counter-protesters. The Nazis basically got out of their van, took a look around and said, hey, guys, let's go find a Waffle House. That was, <laughs> right. it. It was the end of that. So, yeah, anyone else feeling pizza? Or? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Make it a party tray if enough of a sorter. Maybe we misjudged the uh, political climate of Ann Arbor, you know. <laughs> but, I, no, I just... Little bit, you know. I, I'm I'm not I'm not on that like George Soros deep state bullshit. But I mean, it, it just seems like this is a case of either real bad mismanagement, kind of mismanagement by turning a blind eye towards things and going, well, if chaos ensues, whatever, or people at the top making decisions going. Well, this will really distract people from what the fuck we really want to do if we get all this mm-hmm. shit going. Right. I think that's. I think there's a lot of truth to that. I think it's true that, as, as true as it is that Trump doesn't want to piss off any of his supporters because he can't afford to, uh, it, it's also hey, true. It's, it's also true that, um, that I lost my train of thought completely and I was hoping I would catch it. What did I fucking tell you guys a few episodes ago? It's summertime. Oh. It's race oh, 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 oh. war time. Oh, Shit happens every summer. I'm sorry. Uh, it's also true that he would rather talk about this than any of his failed policies so far, or how are the walls going, or what is he actually going to do with tax reform, or what the fuck's going to happen with health care, or how's the investigation going, or anything like that. As much, as, today, as, like, much as this is like a, a briar bush to be thrown into for any president to have to talk about these issues, um, he would much rather be talking about this than pretty much anything else that's going on in the presidency right now. I did have the thought today. Hey, uh, what's, what's happened to Russia? News, news was pretty Russia-centric a couple weeks ago. Now not so much. I'm telling you, man. Race wars on the on the network uh, on the news is the summer schedule. No mm-hmm. cops shot black people this year, so hey, folks on the, the the Nazi march. Does it seem like last three summers, man? 
Race Wars. This year, Charlottesville. Last year, uh, fucking, uh, what the fuck was last year? I can't uh, even keep track. Was it, was it, I have to break out my... S- Last year wasn't Freddie Green. Freddie Green was the year before. The year before that was fucking Michael Brown. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, like it's violence in general. It's always worse in the summertime. It's because people get so. angry crime, people when they're cr- hot. That's why I'm pissed. Crime goes up. Show because I ain't got no air conditioning in this motherfucker. That's why I've been <laughs> angry during this show. Once also, when you move to your new air conditioned digs, you're gonna be much cooler. Yeah, I'm gonna be, level-headed rich. I'm gonna be the I'm gonna be the lovey-dovey rich. It's gonna goof on how big Jay's dick must be because he wears size 15 shoes. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I'm gonna go back to that rich. <laughs> well, turn into hey, it's all gonna work out. We're all getting laid. Rich's new attitude. But no, I, hey, you know, sometimes for a little perspective, uh, I know that we have enough crazy news going on in our own country to keep us busy for a while, but when you do actually poke your head up and see what's going on in the rest of the world, we're all still arguing about identity politics and race while in Sierra Leone, people are losing their homes and whole families to mudslides. So we still got it pretty good. I know. I I actually had that conversation with a a friend, and I was like, you know, all this social justice warrior and stuff and all that, you're just as complicit in the in the in the exploitation exploitation of people as I am. Well, I don't understand. You don't understand? Who built that phone you're using? What about all the electronics you got? You like Apple, don't you? You know who made your shoes. You know about your suicide? They're suicide nets. So don't act like you're holier than thou just because you fucking can post a hashtag. Do you wear Nikes? Yeah, and just like Chuck D says, I like Nikes, but wait a minute, the neighborhood is run down, put some money in it. But, you know, we don't do that. It's more important to fucking floss with our fucking Nikes and our new LeBrons and whatever the fuck. But, no, you're absolutely right. And it's, it's. I just read an article that if it's, I didn't have really time to fact check it, I just read it earlier today. And if it's true, then it's something that we have a lot of hypocrites running around, but that's nothing new at this point. But it's also, I don't know how we're turning a blind eye towards this as, as, as the human race. Uh, supposedly, according to um, oh shit, who is it? is it Amnesty International that keeps track of like slavery and stuff like that? Sounds right. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, I don't. Oh, what do they call it now? I know Amnesty Human Trafficking. Yes, I know Amnesty International and UN had both released these these figures. We have more slaves now in the world than we've ever had at any point previous in recorded history. Really? And I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me. And I mean, I'm not talking if you take slavery from the continent of Africa from when the Europeans got involved until the Emancipation Proclamation and add them all together. I'm talking about at one point in time on this day that they did this. And these are just the ones they knew of. I mean, basically, the number was something ridiculously high. I don't know. I would like to think it's not this high because it's higher than the fucking population of Canada. It was north of fucking 55 million. Mm -hmm. Jesus. I wonder wonder what their actual definition of slavery is. I mean, it's not to try and be naive and and think that, like, traditional whips whips and chains slavery is, is not happening in the modern world. But... I wonder if 
For example, being in uh, under a totalitarian regime could be considered some sort of slavery or uh, even being constrained to a social caste system or something like in India. If any of those are qualifiers as as uh, for for the definition of slavery, they did go into uh, forced sex workers, and yeah. basically that is a large problem in Taiwan. That is a large problem in parts of Eastern Europe, and mm-hmm. like more, like more so. Like I knew it was an issue. I just didn't realize how big of an issue it was. I mean. It's kind of one of those things like, is this really happening underneath the entire fucking world's nose? And we just go, eh, it's not happening to us, so it doesn't matter. I mean, I look, I understand I understand the sentiment of someone going, fuck that statue of Robert E. Lee, because my great-great-grandparents mm-hmm. were fucking slaves, you know, et cetera, et cetera. But I don't understand if someone's that fucking pissed off about slavery, why the fuck they're not drawing attention to the shit that's going on right now. And that's not to say that what happened in the past doesn't matter. But to me, the bigger sin is to turn a blind eye to what's happening right now, to keep harping on, harping on something that happened 150 years ago that, <coughs> excuse me, sorry, that nothing, you know, nothing can be done about to change history. But we you can know, actually you know why? do something right now. You know why? I'll say it. It's easier Get to some wine. I don't give a shit. No, because some of these people now that you have to demonize may not be white. They may not be white. So it goes back to fitting the story, doesn't it? Well, I know that in Taiwan, that's not a predominantly Anglo-Saxon country, is it? Yeah. So I know the Philippines, that's not exactly a bunch of blonde-haired, blue-eyed white boys running around. I know in uh, Northern Africa... Definitely. Doesn't Whitey not really show up in Africa till you get to South Africa? Well, you know, you'd, you'd mentioned uh, monuments, and that's certainly a, a big part of it, or an excuse for a lot of the, the controversy that we've seen, especially recently. But it's kind of been, this isn't a new thing. We've been hearing about Confederate flags and monuments and stuff like that coming down for years now. Um, I guess this idea that, uh, like, as a as a basic thought, no, I'm not for trying to whitewash history, but let's understand that taking a statue down has zero to do with whitewashing history, and this idea that, well, you know, it's not that we want this to stay here because we're pro-slavery, we just know that those who forget the past are doomed to repeat it. Yeah, but that's not all in a state. That's just a decoration, right? We're just putting a decoration up in our country, in our city, wherever. And we can imbue it with meaning and sentiment and have an understanding of what it means and what it represents to us. And it may represent something totally different to somebody else. But it's not history. We do it because we want to remember something you know the same way we make any type of memorial as people we do it because we want to have this collective memory of it but it has nothing to do with the actual history as written or anybody's understanding of it so 
Yeah, get rid of the monuments if they no longer reflect your beliefs as uh, uh, the majority beliefs, I should say, in the nation. It's no different than saying, that lamp is ugly. I don't know why I've held on to it for so long. I'm going to throw it out. I'm going to go buy a new fucking lamp. But if if that were the case... If that were the case, I'd be a lot more be- I'd be a lot more behind it, but I don't think in most of the cases it is. Yeah, come on, man. That's, what do you that's, mean? That's not, that's not how these people are looking. They want those statues tore down. They're not looking at it like, oh, well, it's listen. Uh, no, listen. I fully said that you know people will imbue these monuments with their own personal beliefs and have their their own opinion of what it represents to them. So. Sure, certainly to people in this nation, that statue is not a decoration. It means something. And on one side, it means maybe that uh, I wish I could return to the good old days when the white man had all the power in this nation. And on the other side, it means, well, the, that, you know, that's... Uh, and they, on the other side, they understand that desire and resist it. You know that desire to go back to the "quote unquote" good old days. I, I mean, but I guess I look at so, it from a different perspective, though. I I look at it as but, you can't hide from your history. Say sometimes you got a shitty part of your history, and maybe you need to be reminded of it so you don't do it again. I mean, that Germany, you could take tours of the concentration camps. But it's just as macabre a as that is. But it not is just them. a statue. We can imbue meaning. We can assign importance to anything that we want to use as a symbol in this country. We're doing it now with avocados, to use a frivolous example. What? But at the end of the day, it's just a fucking avocado. You know, to us, it currently represents a a whole generation of people in one easy-to-process fruit. Did I miss something? Avocados? Yeah. You you haven't heard anybody talk about avocados more than usual in the last year. I just thought they had good press. <laughs> I thought the avocado yeah. council got some no, but, Obama kicked look, them some more money on those that way out of office. I'm a hundred percent in agreeing with you on the idea that of preserving history and of understanding history. I'm saying that as much as we want to tie that to a statue, it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't change anyone's understanding of current history it doesn't it doesn't change any writings of history any any record anywhere but i will invoke dave damashek now though to what end because what's next we start taking it out of the history books there's already calls for it there's there's already calls for it this is this calls for what for removing for what the civil war removing books from schools that people find offensive we are back, guys. We covered this. Well, we've always done ago. that. We covered this almost a year ago. We're back to schools in the South. People going in and going, get rid of to kill to kill a mockingbird and Huck Finn, mm. because we find it offensive. <clears throat> and the problem is, is that at what point does history become offensive? We've seemed to have went past that point now, because they don't even they don't want the statues up. Here, I, you know, I, to be honest with you, I don't give a fuck about the statues. If you want fucking likenesses of people who fought wars, put them in a fucking museum dedicated to the war. Okay? You want to go see it, you go see it. You get to go see a, 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 a slightly larger than life-size version of an artist's conception of Robert E. Lee. I don't give a fuck. All right? 
the problem is, is that this isn't about that. This is about shame. Shame. Yes. Shame. Yes. How much shame are we supposed to feel? Here's the bottom line, folks. Like it or not, there are conquerors and there are people that get conquered in history. Not everybody's always on the winning side. Not everybody's always on the losing side. If your culture was on the losing side, okay, like the push, the, the, the push that there is to, I guess, classify the ancient Egyptians as black. I personally I don't have a problem with it. All right, I know a lot of people that do. But people get a problem when I point out the fact that, um, hey, guys, if the ancient Egyptians were black, how many thousands of years did they keep the Jews as slaves? So I guess slavery is not an invention of whiteness, is it? So how far, how far back should this guilt go? Well, it should go because we're still feeling the fallout from slavery today. Okay, then let's fix that problem. Because sitting here and going, you should feel shame for something that happened 150 years ago because someone who has shared the same skin color as you did it to someone what who about shared the Jews? same skin color as me. <laughs> Thousands of years. I, what, what am I... Uh, even if I even if I was prone to white guilt in that in that in, in that way, what can I do about it? Do you want me to walk around beating myself, flagellating myself like I'm in Opus Day or something? Because I, I, I don't. What is the end game here? What is what is what is? And I don't mean to say it this way, but what is your final solution? Because I think just being that person that's like, oh yeah, white people are horrible. Well, oh yeah, we're the worst. Then that's we're a scourge on the earth. It's never going to happen for everybody. Okay. No, all right. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Right? Every fucking every race, every culture has its fucking has its has its 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 atrocities committed and has its glories that that and and and, and marvels that they've that they've made happen. Right? But why the fuck are we carrying around dead people's baggage? They're dead. It's not our baggage to carry around. Our burden is not what happened 150 years ago. Our burden is to make sure the playing field is level now. Not burden is now. Not to sit and go, well, do you feel better that there's not a statue there? Okay, if you feel better, take the... F I don't care about a fucking statue. That, But that solves nothing now. That is just pettiness. It is pettiness. I don't like this. It offends me. Take it down. Well, first of all, who cares if you're offended? Being offended is not something you can prove. You can claim offense at anything. It doesn't mean that you're truly offended. So why should I put any validity in the in the claim that you're offended? I don't. Now, if you give me a reason, well, it glorifies something that was, and to me, and this pisses off my southern family and friends, I don't know why you people want to celebrate getting your ass kicked, and I don't know why it's a wave of fucking red, white, and blue American flag everywhere you go. You want to celebrate a bunch of traitors who did their best mm -hmm. to rip this country apart. And you all hate participation trophies. These fucking statues are the biggest participation trophies I've ever seen in my life. So using your logic for the reason you feel the way you do about things, why the fuck would you want to celebrate this? You wouldn't, would you? But Un Unless... Unless you believe that the South was right all along. Well, if that's the case, you're a fucking troglodyte. Right. Go go to your compound and let let the world pass you by. Believe mm -hmm. me, we're not going to miss you. We're not losing. We're not losing the next technological breakthrough here with those type of people. Just give all these people Utah. Let them get left behind. I, I swear to God, I'll even give them Ben Carson, one less neurosurgeon. <laughs>
If I ever need neurosurgery, I'll volunteer not to get it because I fucking I I I, I exiled Ben Carson. Let him go live in the fucking grain silos in Egypt. Okay, I, give him you, give him Utah and Idaho. I, this, okay, they came down, and unfortunately, the left's track record, especially recently, has been put the foot on the gas. So all I can do is go. What next? What's your next petty fucking hill to die on? What is it? Is it going to be, well, we can't have Huck Finn in, in school libraries because they call a character Nigger Jim. Or, oh, that, isn't that already happened? But, I mean, I'm talking about on a national level like they're doing with these fucking statues. I'm talking about... How, how long till To Kill a Mockingbird no. No, is like, chucked out Rich. the library? I, look, I can understand how uh, how thinking could go that way where, you know, if you're offended by this statue, then why not do the same thing with this book? But it doesn't have to follow that way. I mean, there can be a clear line. I, you can, uh, I would take a slippery slope argument on this if somebody was talking about implementing some sort of law that said that in some way, I don't know how this would be worded, but basically, you can have something removed from from public consumption based on proving that enough people are offended by it and use that to try and remove a Confederate statue. You know, when you start writing laws to control that type of thing, that's where you can easily use that to apply to any book, movie, any piece of information that you want to, to personally control the narrative on Aaron, in, in the way that in the way that we're educated. Aaron, they don't but need the, laws to do that anymore. They just fucking go and they... they, they well, I know. They get a small enough... They get a big enough of a small minority of people to make enough noise, and it happens. Yeah. No, no I, I totally understand that, and I agree with you. It's done by public opinion. It's not done through writing laws, which is how it should work. You know, doesn't always mean that public opinion is right, but that is kind of the system that we set up. Well, I mean, look, I don't, I, I've equated us to the modern-day Roman Empire for and, fucking decades now, and right. I, think, I think we are just heading headlong into our own demise, and we're doing it to right. ourselves. And this well, is just speeding the process up. So I guess, ultimately, it, if the people who go, fuck America, fuck capitalism, fuck all that, if their end goal is the destruction of America, congratulations, you guys are on the right trail. You might not be on the main line, but you're on the right trail. Eventually, you're going you're gonna to get mm. to the main road to lead to it. Because it, it, it's never enough, Aaron. It's never enough. The right is always on the wrong side of history. Not always. Well, okay, listen, though. But it's never... So there's certain people... There's certain people that it is true. It will never be enough. But we're not talking about the majority here. You know, your average, fairly intelligent person understands that there's a difference between a statue and a book, between an idea that people have uh, put upon an object versus actual documentation of history. I or am actual not so sure about or, that anymore. Well, look, I, only time will tell, ultimately, if I'm wrong on that. But so far... We've managed to be able to do that. We've managed to be able to draw these lines fairly clearly. I'm not saying it doesn't happen, that clearly there's instances of people trying to control what types of books our kids read because they find it personally abhorrent. And 
if that were the case, I would have never read of Mice of Me- and Men, Catcher in the Rye, To Kill a Mockingbird, um, you know, Tom Sawyer, any any number of other things. The scary thing is, Aaron, but, is that I, I talked to kids in high school, and they've not read any of these books, along with 1984, Lord of the Flies, Animal Farm. Thank you. I read all those too. Yeah, Brave, Brave New World. They've not the schools I went to made made us read those. They don't. They so they so these cautionary tales, and these and these stories in the context of their time, because that's the other problem. How can we judge people from two hundred and almost fifty years ago by the standards of today? Because everybody's going to look like a fucking asshole, no matter who they are. Oh, right. We used to, yeah. if you were depressed, we used to drill holes in your heads to let the demons out. That was only a couple hundred years ago. I mean, get the well, fuck out right, of here. Right. We, we, can, we can understand this, and scientists understand this clearly. I mean, look, if you just, uh, if somebody came to you and said, there's a scientist that believes that the earth is flat, you'd say, well, that's no scientist. That guy's a quack. He doesn't know shit about what he's talking about. How can anybody take him seriously? Well, you know, what if I told you that that scientist is, I don't know, I'm I'm failing at uh, grasping at somebody who can be considered a scientist and, and think the world is flat, but that did exist at one point. You know, there were scientists in this world that had an understanding. Or here's a better example. Copernicus was, uh, I believe, the first one to under, have an understanding of our solar system. It doesn't mean that every scientist before him was a quack. That thought that the everything revolved around the Earth and not around the Sun in our own in our own system. And without all those scientists coming before him, getting things wrong, we would have never had Copernicus coming to that conclusion. He stands on the, on the shoulders of giants. So we don't automatically look at at at, uh, at everybody throughout history that happened to be wrong about something as ignorant. We understand it as a part of the process, a step in the ladder for progress of all mankind. Um, Whereas I think socially we don't do that. Where it's kind of the opposite, it it seems, where it's more about um, separating yourselves from those who came before you. You know, we we are so... You're so entrenched in 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 one in making sure people know you're not like those people that right. uh, you, you kind of start losing. You get tunnel well, vision. Well, Rich, you know, at the top of this podcast, you said something that that stuck with me throughout everything that we've been talking about, and it's this idea that the world is constantly progressing, and as a whole, while you know, across the board, not. There's uh, not liberalism necessarily spreading everywhere, but if you just look at the progress of human history, we are becoming more and more liberal. And this is, you know, any kind of change is chaotic. You know, not all change is good, and sometimes we get the wrong ideas and go in wrong directions as as, as humans in general. But we also, I, I hope, understand that that doesn't mean that change is bad just because it can be chaotic. That without it, we don't progress at all. We don't achieve anything that we've done with our, our growth, our domination, our understanding of the world and the universe and, and everything. We don't, we don't achieve any of that without allowing chaos into our lives to, to 
figure out what what changes are actually going to stick, which ones are beneficial. But we're not even doing that anymore. We've moved past that. At least, I think we're, we're, at least right now, we are we are so fucking well. Well, look, change. Hold on, let me let me finish. Yeah, how bent on change that we're not even stopping to go. Is this even okay? Is this logical? Is it? No, but we can't. Action? We can't in the moment. We don't have as much as we're self aware as people. We can't examine that in the moment. Only history ultimately knows how any of this shit plays out. I know, dude, but that is, that's not even a double-edged sword. That's like a fucking quadruple-edged sword because it could go in any direction at any fucking moment. And it's, a wild, it's a wild card sword. Then people use hindsight to go, see, I was right. That's Bush going, history will look back on me favorably. Okay, you're, you're betting, mm, right. betting the lives of human fu- or, or, or American soldiers in two wars we didn't need to be involved in on how history is going to look back at you favorably? I'm not comfortable with that. I'm not comfortable right. with shoving change down people's throats at the expense of other people's but, ability to survive without being harassed, fucking subjugated, etc. on a day-to-day basis because, well, history will look back on it and it'll look back on us favorably. If that's if that's what it takes, then maybe we don't fucking need that type of change. Well, okay, I, I can agree with you completely on what you just said, but also understand that change is inevitable, right? And, and how do I put this? Like, is a ladder. And and yes, thank you. That's what I, exactly what I was thinking about. Littlefinger, you know, it, he has the the quote that that gets uh, repeated back to him brilliantly in this season about chaos being a ladder, meaning that when there's turmoil, you look for opportunity, you know? And it's not about whether change or chaos is good or bad. It is neither. It just is, and it is kind of the inevitable. I mean, the chaos that I'm talking, it's it's akin to the the same chaos that, that uh, evolution exists in, right? We don't have evolution in any species if we don't have chaos, if we don't have mutations, and not all of them go right. I guess I guess, you know I guess, the first fish that was bur- born with lungs fucking drown. I guess <laughs> until he figured out. I better break the surface up into that uh, big light up there and see if I can handle. Hey, I can breathe. Hey, right. No, I, so I mean, I, I agree with you. Like, the, let me not liking, but but here's your opportunity is understanding in the moment that you're not liking the direction the change is going. It's it's not that is your ladder to climb. So it's it's not that I don't like the, the direction of the change. It's that the people who are telling me that I better to go in in the direction they're telling me to go aren't even as involved as I am. And by that, let me ask you guys a question. I've never asked you guys this question. It's never crossed my mind to do it because I don't give a fuck about the answer to this question. I don't think about this as a white male. I don't think about my heritage. If I was attracted to a person of another race and I had a multiracial child, a biracial child, I wouldn't give a fuck. I, I don't think about right, yeah. the future of my people. I have to keep my bloodline pure. Right. Okay? Yet the people who are going, 
oh, we got to force this change. That's all they think about with their narcissistic bullshit is themselves and people who look like them or fuck like them or think like them. And that's where their fucking force for change is coming from. Instead of let's mix it up till there's no fucking pedigrees anymore and move together as a fucking race of people, one race, humans, that's it. They want to fucking play the game of, well, we have to preserve this for our black children and our Asian children and our gay children and our transgender children. Stop it. You are, you are so far down the evolutionary ladder that you're still thinking that way. It's pathetic. And we need to fucking be honest with these people. As long as you think that way, and as long as you think within those four walls, you'll never get out of that fucking room. Okay? Mm -hmm. I don't give a fuck. If my, if, 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 if I had a child and, and he came to me or she came to me at 12, 13 and said, I feel like I was born in the wrong body. Okay. What do we do about it? Where do we go from here? I'm not thinking, oh my God. I'll never have grandchildren. What will the neighbors say when they see my transgender child? Or if my child was gay, what will the neighbors say when they see my gay child? I don't give a fuck about any of that. I want you to be a happy individual and be a productive member of society. And if that's all I care about. I don't care about what color you are. I don't care who you fuck. I don't care what you, your gender you pull from Twitter, Tumblr and, and call yourself. That's what pisses me off. These people are not progressive. These people are stuck in the same thinking as the fucking racist on the right. They just justify it because they go, we're not white, and we're not straight, and we're not the norm. So we have to be, we have to be enlightened. You're not. You're, the, you're thinking the exact same way. And this thinking is lead, leading us in fucking circles. And now you're trying to shove this fucking change down people's throats at the speed that you dictate it should happen. Who the fuck are you to dictate that? What the fuck, what the, who the fuck gave you the keys to the kingdom? What makes you so fucking special? If you want to get right down to it, we're a speck on a fucking planet in the middle of fucking infinity. We're nothing. No lives matter. All right? If you want to get right down to it. I love it when Rich gets riled up. <laughs> Such good, good pod. These fucking people won't accept that. They, no, I'm this, I'm this, I'm this. You're fucking full of shit is what you are. Why don't you just worry right. about moving ahead? Now, you want to fight for your rights? I'll fight right beside you. I will fucking, I will, I will sign petitions. I will vote on laws that, for marriage equality, for the right for same-sex couples to adopt children, right. et cetera, et cetera. But Right, but as soon as you insult me for not holding your beliefs, we can't have a further conversation on this. And, and Dude. especially when you go, well, you're not fucking progressive in your thinking. I don't care about all the shit you care about. My children don't have to be straight. My children don't have to be the same color as me. My children, my daughter doesn't have my last name, has never had my last name. And her mother did that on purpose because she was like, she thought it was going to piss me off. And I said, I don't give a shit. Nine times out of ten, when she gets married, she's going to take her husband's last name. And on top of that, if she doesn't, my last name's another name for pimple. I don't give a fuck. She won't have to put up with the bullshit I put up with in fucking high school. Right. My, my parents were hoping that I would have a boy because he would be the only one to carry on the name. And I was like, really? Is there a fucking Scottish castle somebody's inheriting somewhere or some shit? Because exactly. otherwise, who gives a fuck? Exactly. Exactly. That's what I'm getting at, man. That's what I'm, I don't define who right. I am by the fucking people who I never met 
who just so happen to be somewhere along my bloodline. I don't define who I am by, oh, you look like me, so that means that there's a connection there. No, there's there's no fucking connection there until we develop a connection in a one-on-one relationship. And in by, by looking at a person and going, I want to get to know you, you want to get to know me, and we find out where our fucking ideological piss puddles overlap and if we can stand to be in the same room with each other. That's... That's my problem. But no one will call these people on their bullshit because apparently if you do, it, well, you're racist and sexist and homophobic. Really? Really? Then you know what? Then I'm all that. I, uh, you know, it wasn't Eminem. It was fucking, I think, it was, I can't remember the original rapper that said it, that he bit him off. But I am what you say I am. I don't give a fuck then. And that's why I think this Nazi shit is the new fucking way of saying racist because there's, the, the racists have been the boogeyman for so long, and everybody got labeled as racist for any type of thinking that wasn't the approved, progressive, liberal way of thinking, that it, the word has no meaning anymore. So now they've taken Nazi, and they're going to apply that to the people they used to call racist. And now they've upped the ante by going, and it's okay to fucking harm Nazis. That's what we did in World War II. Look, we have comic books of Nick Sergeant Fury and his Howling Commandos and Captain America beating the shit out of them. It's okay to it's okay to punch Nazis. It's okay to silence Nazis. It's okay to to kill Nazis. And if you don't think it'll get to that point, wait till the first one of these Antifa motherfuckers bar- kills one of these fuckers at a, at a at a fucking protest cuz you're going to hear the left start defending it. Uh, the World War the same way you hear the right defending that guy fucking running into that crowd with that goddamn car. Right. If we're going to talk about shit we used to do in World War II times, we used to have separate water fountains and bathrooms. And But once again... We're going to talk about shit we right. used to do. we got to cherry pick history, because that's the only way we can, we can be selectively outraged. Right. I don't think that, as much as it sounds like a universal truth, I don't think it is to say it's okay to punch a Nazi. No, there were... There was a time and circumstance where it was definitely okay to punch a Nazi, and that's when they were trying to shovel people into ovens. Let me let me just tell you a quick story, real quick. My my, fa- my grandfather in World War II, he was a he was a, a LERP, a long range reconnaissance patrol. That's what he did. His job was to go out, collect reconnaissance, and come back, never fire a shot. So they would send him ahead of the rest of the fucking platoon, and they would be in 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 hostels, spending the night across the hall. From Germans, German soldiers, not Nazis, German soldiers, who were doing the same thing as they were, and they knew it, and they never fucking touched each other. That's that's that that, that is lost in the history books. People don't understand that German soldiers who were conscripted and told to fight at gunpoint, a lot of times didn't want to fight. They just did it because they mm-hmm. they knew if they didn't, they had they they would kill them and kill their entire family. And my grandfather, right. as bloodthirsty of a cocksucker as he was, and he was. I've seen his DD-214, he, 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 and I knew him, he was a sick fuck. One person I knew that laughed about killing people in war and said he wished he could go back and kill more, he didn't want to kill these fucking people. Now, if he ran across a Nazi, Nazis were, to be a Nazi, you had to be a zealot to the fucking 10th degree. You had to be a Kool-Aid drinking, true blue believer. And those, those guys, yeah, there was no sympathy for. They didn't capture Nazis. They didn't let them surrender. Those guys fucking, oh, well, yeah, we know we were supposed to, but, you know, they shot at us and returned fire, and they're dead now. Well, here's... A, but this is lost in a, history. This is, this is what I'm getting at. This is, so people have already... Everybody's a Nazi. Everybody's a Nazi. 
We fought the Nazis in World War II. We don't even have we don't even have the subtlety to understand the difference between a German soldier and a Nazi in World War II. Well, you know, even even the term Nazi is not even that black and white. I mean, to say that the U.S. hated all Nazis seems like a logical statement, except for the ones that knew how to build bombs and rocket ships and all that. Yeah, and those true. those those we found useful and decided, eh, regardless of your sketchy beliefs. We yeah. really want you to build us a bomb and a satellite or whatever else. We need to get to the moon. And the fact that, you know, Henry Ford had Nazi sympathy, you know, sympathy for the Nazis. He was a Nazi sympathizer, you know, but we don't talk about that. Mm-hmm. You know, sh- No, because he, he gave us the car. Exactly. He gave well, us the production line. We don't, sh- we don't bring that up. Walt Disney. I know, right? Another, and there you go. Another great American who had sympathies that laid with the Nazis. All right. Hey. T-shirt idea. It's a picture of the Milky Way. Hashtag No Lives Matter. Yeah, I was just th- I was going to say that earlier that if I didn't think that I would be accused of a hate crime, I would wear a No Lives Matter T-shirt. Well, I did see a picture. <laughs> I did see a picture online that I liked that had. Uh, anytime I, I have friends get into a whole, you know, God bless our troops shit, um, or I support our troops. It's a picture of. Uh, Death with his sickle, and it says, "I support everybody's <laughs> troops." <laughs> <laughs> well, there's none more goth than that statement, man. I think that's the title of the show. <laughs> no lives matter. <laughs> oh man! Hey, it'll get us. It'll get, it'll get us noticed. Well, I mean, oh, so I just, I just, I understand where you're coming from as far as the change and the chaos that comes with it. Mm-hmm. I just think, and in my heart of hearts, I don't believe that the ball's ever going to slow down from here on out. I think, I think it is on a downhill trajectory. It is picking up speed. It is picking up fucking snow as the further it goes. Yeah, and snowballing. All we can do is hope that it doesn't fucking wipe out the village that we're living in at the bottom of the fucking mountain when it gets there. That's, That's all. What I'm telling do. you, just learn to climb the ladder. You know, learn to di- learn how to direct the the chaos a little bit in your favor. Well, I, I and 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 the the last thing, if anybody's listening to this, please do not buy into this bullshit that this is like the opening salvo of the new, the new civil war. I mean, seriously, oh, yeah, I've no. seen so many media. It's no more than we were at the brink of destruction with North Korea the week before. Exactly, it's all it's all hyperbole. Yep. All right. I mean, we're in the age of hyperbole, everybody. Yes, we've given the biggest microphone to the loudest ones, and that's the majority, the minority fringe on both sides. Yeah, and to my friends who, if they are listening, who are going around posting stories about how this is war and war has been declared, then all I got to ask is, uh, where's your uniform? Who, you know, who's the generals? Because yeah. And how many are you going to get bone spurs if we actually try and uh, <laughs> recruit you? Yeah, I mean, on top of that, I mean, we're all too old. Most of us are too old for the fucking actual military. So, what purpose do you think yeah. you're going to serve in this war? Yeah, are you the nothing? Are you the social media backup? <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna send out support via social media. Don't yeah. worry, guys. I got your internet support coming. Don't worry, we'll get you some retweets. Right. It'll help you when you're dodging bullets. I, I know that I know that your generation's looking for a cause, but um, yeah, we already did the Nazi one, and that's over with. 
<laughs> it's kind of it's kind of played out. There's not much more you can do with it. Yeah, I mean, it's I, you know, I, unless you can grow a new Hitler and then kill him again. I I, I thought I, I yeah I, I kept thinking of uh, that uh, Dan. Some would argue we already have. I never thought you'd be a Nazi because you know uh, what is it? Fascism is so passe. You know, like I, instead of I never thought you'd be a junkie because heroin is so passe. I just oh okay. It's like really you know Nazis again. Really? And I really... Think, I really, think about it. We've been total throwback with our villains the last year. Russia's, Russia's come back. The Nazis are coming back. What's next yeah. year? The Vietnamese? Hey, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure though, that the Vietnamese would just be like, you come here, film movie now. Yeah. Make, make Platoon 2, you know? Right. We like intellectual of American money. We, we bought in the capitalism. Come on. You know, yeah. they're not North Korea. They're, they, they're, they'd be more than happy to, to have us show up there and, and be tourists. Have some fun and get a massage. Yeah, Thailand's just a hop, skip, and a jump to the next island. You get yourself a lady boy. Yeah, that's hate speech. Oh, I'm sorry, a transgendered uh, sex worker. Yeah, sex positive sex, transgendered sex positive. Man, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what, man. Every time I think we can't get more insufferable, we manage to just move the bar on that. Like this last week, it's just been like I've just, I said I've just tried to just dip the little tip of my pinky in it and it's just wow yeah you know i didn't i didn't tweet out a whole lot of shit i retweeted some shit but mostly i was like i'm well there's some interesting conversations happening out there there's no point in sticking your head up i mean well first of all i've got this i just look forward to the podcast and save it for that shit but i don't know let's put this i feel like i had a mental build-up of shit in my brain and these last three hours i've like just just let it all out because i was like i it sound like you're in a different place than you were three hours ago quite honestly i was ready just to push the button myself i, I was gonna push fucking trump <laughs> out the way and be like right. <laughs> where's where's the buttons i'll lay on them i'll just launch them all at the same time fuck it like i was just m mash on them all I was, yeah, I was really feeling that rant that Bill Hicks went off on where he said, you know, Hitler was right. He was just an underachiever. You should have killed them all, Uncle Adolf. <laughs> you know, we're a virus with shoes type shit. And now it's like, oh, I, I got, as much as I say don't get caught up in this shit, I get caught up in this shit. But it just, it just breaks my heart because I know the people that are spouting this shit, they're not this dumb. They're capable of so much more and thinking critically about situations and not falling for the shit. And I guess it doesn't do me any good to get upset at them. I'm just like a parent who's like, I'm not even mad. I'm just really disappointed. Right. So, no, we're just really disappointing you, everybody. And that disappointment does extend to my own self, so I'm self-hating, yeah. you know. Well, where can people express their disappointment in us? <laughs> they want to. At Unregimented Pod on Twitter. Or they can email the show on regimented at ChristopherMedia.net. We have a Facebook page. Uh, there's an Instagram. I believe it's Unregimented. I think that's it. It's at Unregimented. Uh, yeah. Tune in next week, everyone. Who the fuck? Like I said, just sign off. Who the fuck knows what, what's going to happen? Can Trump get lower than this last week? <laughs> What could he do? It's more like a question, what is he going to do to top it? Yeah. That's really... Where is that? I mean, what? It's, it's what, we're seven months in. Oh.
Yeah. I think he'd have to ball walk out into a press conference. Is this the first president that's going to take his dick out as a response to something? <laughs> you know what? Uh, fuck you! Just whips out his balls. You know, I, if there's ever going to be a president who just snaps in our lifetime, this is the one. Maybe not takes out balls, but this may be, <laughs> in all seriousness, this may be the first president who might grab his crotch at somebody. I, <laughs> I, I could see that happening. I'm, hey, 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 you won. Hey, fuck you. I'm exact. That's what I'm saying. I'm not even joking. I could see him snapping on a reporter and going, fuck. He's from New York. Yeah. Vacations in Jersey. I could seriously be in like looking him looking at a CNN reporter and going, you know what, man, fuck you. I'm tired of your questions. He he did fake news again the other day. Yeah, that's a played out meme. That needs yeah, that really needs to come to an end along with triggered and snowflake. Yeah, can we uh, get a ban on on fake news? Oh, but you know, it, are you are talking about the the meme that he? He took the Trump train uh, political cartoon and put the CNN logo over the guy's face that was trying to hold it back. No, I'm talking Is about the, the, the same guy uh, that he said you are fake news to a few months ago. He did it again. He asked him uh, about the press conference he was going to hold. He said, oh, we already had it. And he was like, I like real news. You are fake news. No, okay. The same reporter. Anyway, right, where are we wrapping this up? Make an executive order that fake news is no longer Yeah, we'll wrap it up. We'll see you next week, everybody. Thanks for listening. See ya. Alright, later guys. If you like this show, please tell a friend. Please follow us on Twitter and like and share us on Facebook by searching for Christopher Media. You can subscribe to all ChristopherMedia.net shows for free on ChristopherMedia.net. Please make sure to rate and comment on all your favorite Christopher Media shows. Thank you in advance for supporting Christopher Media by clicking on the PayPal button and by clicking through to all the sponsors who support ChristopherMedia.net. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net. And thank you for listening. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net.